right, well, welcome back, crew. This is episode 21B of the Believe It podcast. Of course, our tur- turtle over here, our host, his voice is completely fucking shot this week. So, uh, he's got a co-host to do the dirty work for him. <laughs> Uh, of course, you know me, the stupid co-host, Tipsy. And then our wonderful, wonderful guest tonight, we have Mad Viking King. How are we Hello doing there. tonight? Doing good. Very relaxing for a Sunday. Not too shabby uh, whatsoever. Um, just, uh, just yeah, just, you know, taking it easy today. I mean, it's Sunday, so best day to do it. For sure. So, MVK, uh, of course, what we do know of you is content creating, and some people, of course, know about your military background, because I think you do talk about it some in your content, or every now and again. Uh, yeah, yeah. every time I get raided, um, I've been, that's like a new thing I added, um, because I noticed that not a lot of people actually go to the About section on Twitch, so I added something in when i get raided not only do i say you know my usual saying but i usually you know i've I've been starting in uh after i say like when i stream um i've been saying hey you know i also uh served in the united states you know army i was 11 bravo infantryman at fort stewart from 2014 to 2017 and i got medically discharged and now i started streaming in 2019 and yeah kind of follow suit with all that Nice. Now, I know you told me um, off stream and whatnot that uh, you would, of course, go back and do it again. But any regrets going in or now, of course, with what comes with afterwards with what your medically discharged situation? Yeah, so um, I had to get medically discharged because I have seizures. Um, so I could no longer, uh, I could no longer do my job and the options that my CEO, um, gave to me, uh, was either reclass or get medically discharged. And since I was an infantryman, a uh, big saying in the infantry is like, basically, you know, once you're an infantryman, there's no changing that it's a lifestyle. It's a, you know, blood, sweat and tears with your brothers and sisters to the left and right of you. And I, you know, it was either like reclass or photographer was like my only option. Um, the problem with that is my ASVAB score was very low. I have horrible test anxiety, like a majority populace in the United States and in the world. So that was a big factor that, you know, sometimes I think about it, but I don't try to have regrets. Um, I try to push forward and see it as a learning experience. And then, you know, maybe, you know, maybe change something that I can now. I focus on the present and the future because the past is supposed to be a reflection of, like, how we got to where we're at. For sure. For sure. I can, I can kind of see, see well, I guess, like, attest with you about that whole um, horrible testing thing um, because I am the same way. I can tell you a lot of things about history but or go into history and math and things like that and my but my test scores back in high school and middle school and everything don't reflect any of that 
because I got sh I got straight C's all the time because I did all my work in school, but every test, every final, straight flunked everything. And I didn't really understand that stuff until I hit college because I was I was on the opposite end of the spectrum in in, in high school. I graduated a year early with a three point six GPA, gifted honors that kind of stuff. And then I got into college and it was a completely different animal. I have dropped out three times. <laughs> Testing now in college is just awful. I gotta tell you, ever since uh, going to like virtual stuff, I, like whenever I actually went into college for the semester that I tried, as soon as they threw, okay, you're gonna do this math test on on the computer i'm like and as soon as i did a question that i got wrong and then it told me oh you just didn't have a space in between this number i'm like no 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 that's not how that works i got that right i had the right numbers no no i got gotcha. you but, like I mean, I get that you know you you just overlook things sometimes, and it happens to the best of us. <laughs> that and just so I don't know. Ever since probably like 2016, I've really started looking back on things that I've done and just realizing that I think I over oversight and overlooked so much that I was doing, and realized I could have done so many different things. And actually, one thing that I did not bring up before was I wanted to serve, which is why I very much like enjoyed um, the, all the time I spent listening to Asylum Arms where I first heard about you. Because um, I wanted to serve, yeah. but I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to serve because I'm diabetic. It happens a lot, you know? Um, I, and I hear it all the time. I, I do. And um, I always tell people, and I'll tell you the same thing, what I always tell people um, when it comes to if you're not able to serve and it's like, you know, having that in the back of your mind, you wouldn't be who you are. Like, I wouldn't focus on that. You know, like, it's like, yes, you wanted to do it, but what you're doing now has more meaning. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody can serve one way or another. So, like, you know, maybe you couldn't serve in the military, but that doesn't mean you can't, you know, serve in your country by hosting charities. That was my mentality. You know, getting out of the military, I told myself, hey, I can I, I can do more. Even though I'm not in the army anymore, Hello. I can still serve my country by um, raising money for charities. So, I mean, there's other, you, you just have to find your own path, your own journey, and follow suit with it. And it's a burning passion that I do have. I love doing things like for others. And then, you know, when things are, are happen, you know, when people do uh, nice things and uh, go above and beyond to me and you get that you know you get the opposite effect you know it's like hey you were helping people but now, now people are helping you it's insane it's like a, it's like um you know it, it goes around full, full circle and i'm a true believer of that hello new chatters how are you doing um Otherwise, yeah, I'm starting to realize some of that, some of that stuff, uh, especially with like, of course, MVK. One thing that um, you actually were were re um, the receiver from is uh, Shellback. Shellback, yes. such a, such a great thing. 
Um, of course, we know that Rex is doing that um, thing to help out with, like, because, like, he's closing his doors and whatnot. Uh, Shellback's, like, yeah. closing. I have this. I have the Twitter post I there. I, I know. I know the whole thing. I'm very close with Travis. Okay. I've um, never had a conversation with him, but I very much support him. I love, love what he was doing. Very much um, also recommend that uh esports jersey i i did buy that off of off of his uh merch site i very much love it um i got it i normally wear it on podcasts but i wore it the other day during the other one i so. wanted to wear this one i got this from the community so <laughs> i wanted to uh i don't know I yeah. like it's very it's very it's like that uh silk material it's very like i don't know it's very comfy i like to be comfy when i'm doing podcasts because you know you don't know how long you're going to be doing it and conversations you know are sporadic throughout the entire time but oh, yeah. I, I just enjoy like diving into things so thank you for having me oh man thank you for being here but uh anyways yeah there's things like that that i'm starting to realize I, there's more i can do and even though there's other podcasts that are like for veterans i was like as many of them that i can like find in my own ways that are that we can all, that we don't have to talk straight that stuff because then that's just a carbon copy of someone else's podcast you know right that's that's why i wanted to talk a little bit about like your your military stuff but go more into like some the contenting stuff that you're doing you're you are the absolute host you ask me anything i'm an open book but um would you do, you already said that you would do it again and but are there oh, actually any 100%. regrets? But are there any regrets? For the army? Yeah. No. I like to, there's a saying that I've been saying ever since I was probably 10 years old. Live life to the fullest with no regrets. Meaning that every moment that we go through, uh, we cherish and... You know, the actions, the decisions we make are supposed to make us better people. You know, history, you know, is supposed to reflect that in our own personal lives. And the best thing to do is, you know, gain something from that and to constantly improve ourselves every single day because, you know, no one's perfect at the end of the day. So and that's kind of like the mentality I like to keep. And that's what's like I think that's what's kept me going all these years streaming. Um having that and like the people i've met the people i continue to meet like meeting you meeting tipsy it's just it just it, it keeps getting broader and broader and it is the most fantastic feeling ever i have zero regrets i used to have regrets but then i kind of talked to myself about it and i'm like no dude, dude don't regret it like you you did what you did you served your country this is a new chapter in your life you know let's continue forward and let's you know go from there I like that. Yeah, that. That's that's what I like. That's what I like to do, man. Tipsy, anything on the uh, military side? Well, of course, it would be from like a few paragraphs back, because like Turtle mentioned, he wanted to join. I was actually in training before I got married, and then I got married into the military. That's a, a whole nother can of worms uh <laughs> i gotcha <laughs> yeah uh, i enjoyed my time as a military spouse but at the same time did not there's a 
losing my train of thought. <laughs> no, you're fine. That's the best. That is honestly like the best. I love I love losing my train of thought because then uh, I feel like a better thought will like kind of spur out of the moment and it'll be something ridiculous and then you remember it and it's like oh 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 and then you get excited like, little kid like you know it's like Christmas Day and you're like you know you get your presents like oh oh yeah yeah. Then oh. right after I got married, I was diagnosed with MS, and along with Turtle and his diabetes not being able to serve. Like, just completely, that was out of the door. Especially when me and my husband separated. I was like, I, I can't even, like, go back on that. <laughs> and it was depressing. But I I saw uh, Ziploc saying stuff like, uh, there's different ways to serve, such as, like, charitable giving and fixing exact- other stuff. And, um... Me and me and my fiance talk very frequently. It's it's you know rainbow dreams that will most likely never happen. But he's like, you know, if we ever like struck it rich with the lottery, I would just visit so many soup kitchens and give back to the community because oh. I don't have to work anymore. And I'm like, we're so cute. <laughs> I love that. I, I truly do love that. Like, you know, and that's what it is. Like, you never leave. You know, it's something that's instilled in you. The Call of Duty will always be there. If someone needs, you know, help, then you're always going to be a helping hand. That is just, you know, that's something that's ingrained inside of me. And that's something that will never change. Like that, that is, you know, I hear a cry for help and I'm like, okay. I can direct you towards, you know, certain resources. Like, what can I do for you? You know, it's like you when you're put in that position and like and that's you definitely get put in that position almost every single day as a, as a content creator. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to make difficult decisions also based upon that. And uh, it can be difficult. But, you know, you get through it because you have your friends, you have your mods, you have people that understand. And even on your worst days, those are still your best days. Meaning that, you know, you you really do see like the people that want to be there for you and support you. They come out of the they come out of the woodworks. You know what I mean? It's like when that's shown, it's just and these are people you never met. You know, like this is just all like, you know, on the Internet. And I think that's something that you just, I, I can't I cannot explain that feeling. It is so overwhelming. It's like I was telling Tipsy, it, even if it's even if it's as uh, simple as this podcasting, talking, talking to people, if I can just help like a few people, whether it get whether those are vets or anybody that's out there that is just having a hard time just getting through anything if that's my way of serving then i'll take that if i can make like one person feel better about themselves or be able to get through their day or overcome whatever demon they're fighting that's it's good for me um mvk i know that right now you're playing uh re3 what do you think well actually it's a it's the remake of re3 is it completely 
I'm not. I'm not playing that. Yeah. Wait, you're not. That's who the world am I watching? No, I'm thinking about Brett. You're fine. Thinking Brett. Yeah, you're playing no, Evil Within Two. You're one. playing Evil Within Two. Yes, I am. You're playing Good. Evil Within Two. You're, yes, I am. You're playing Evil Within Two. Yes, it, dude. Hey, look we're, at me. We're it's getting all good. We got our brains a little bit scrambled on the eggs with a side of you know steak. It's all bacon. Fine. Yeah, bacon. You gotta have bacon. I, I know you have you to have rode bacon. the scrambler roller coaster this week, but wasn't just it's that. It didn't affect you that much. So what, so what did you want to ask? I wanted to ask what, what you thought of um, Evil Within Two. I know. Oh, I want to ask. I know that you oh were having gosh. some fun. Oh, you got that. Sh you got some type of like shotgun right at the end of the last thing I saw. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, the weapon, the weapon systems and everything. Like they. Okay, so like even within the whole series, uh, to do a quick summary is basically there is a detective. Um, it's Detective Sebastian, and um, you know, in the beginning of the story, you find out that. He lost his daughter in a house fire, and his wife is was also a detective, which is um uh, I think her name was Myra or Meyer. I can't remember that one. But it you go through and there's a reason why the name of the game is Evil Within, because you truly start to like it's like you're battling, like you're it, it, it's very, very in-depth. I would compare it to the playstyle to Resident Evil. And the theme of it, sort of like Inception and Matrix and like just all, all the above, but I can't talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil the series. It's a 10 out of 10, but I will say compared to the first game, the second one, they have an entire new system. They have a weapon system. They have the uh, skill system for Sebastian upgrading him, which they had in the first one, but I felt like I felt like they did more in detail with this one. It's open, more open map compared to the first one um they're the they fixed a lot of the janky what i consider janky mechanics when it came to the gunplay and everything else but the story the characters i cannot it's great like in this one you actually have side quest it's not just like the main storyline and you're like you feel like you're progressing in that which is always a great feeling in any video game but with this one you actually have to like scavenge it's kind of like a looter you know, because you're crafting a lot like this, like this one is like top tier. It has everything that you could ever want in a video game. In my, in my personal opinion, you have the great story, great characters, uh, a loot, great looting system. The map detail is fantastic. They have fantastic jump scares. If you're, that's what you're into, yes. uh, they've gotten me a time or two, not going to lie, <laughs> but uh yeah I, i'm really i'm really enjoying it and i recommend the game series to anybody it's mwah, so good okay so then it sounds like it's like right up my alley because the last game to really really get me really good with scares was probably oh, fuck. why can't i think of it right now at dead of night no 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 well that one too at Dead of Night and Outlast. Outlast one. Can't. I can't. You can't. That one I tried and due to certain medical reasons, I literally could not do it. It was I can't do that in like five nights at Freddy's. It's just so much happening at once. Like I could do jump scares. Like, but like when when it's like that's like when it's that, that level that level of horror. 
I, I, I there's a certain line I have to draw, even though like yes, like as a content creator, as a streamer, however you want to put it, people love people love seeing other people scared. Doesn't matter who it is. Like that is just who we are as human beings. We find comedy in relief of like pain of others, no yes. matter what it is. It's, it could be a spicy bean. It could be you like playing a horror game that are jump scare and you get to enjoy that moment together. What I love is when I get scared, then everyone gets scared in chat. Those are the <laughs> moments that I'm like, yeah, like you start seeing like the scared emotes. It's like, yeah, I'm not the only one. They got that one got y'all too. How about that? So yeah. that makes me, that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, and it, actually, Outlast was my first horror game that I did for content. Whenever I was back, just doing um, whenever I first started doing, I was only doing YouTube at the time, and so I did right. a full playthrough of it. And then I went back again whenever I started streaming, and I and I streamed it. The first time, whenever I played it on PS4, I played it with my VR headset on. So when when the you when the big fucking are... guy came out when the big fucking guy gets you the first time that shit was right here in my face. <laughs> I no no, and that's the thing with me is that I also have a VR. I've been trying to get it fixed to the point where I'm able to stream with it, but I've been having some audio difficulties with that because like I'll set up the VR. It'll change my mic settings. I change them back, but oh. for some reason, my uh, my sure mic and everything. Like if I do that, like if I like you know was to take a break from VR, switch everything back, it's it's like my I go complete robot. I've been talking to a bunch of my tech friends about it, trying to find the problem because I hate how my community got me a VR, and because of this one tiny issue, like I would have to do an entire VR stream, which I can't. Like you can't be that long in VR. You get hot and sweaty you literally will lose your stamina and it's just it's just too much on your eyes like your eyes will be straining and you know they even recommend it when you get a vr headset there's actually a warning that like shows up when you're setting it up and i just no which one no. which one was it that you got if you don't mind me asking uh, was it the oculus thing so it was the uh cosmos elite is what i ended up getting uh, I got two base stations set up on the wall. Um, I think it was the, it might have been the, it was the Vive. Yes, it was the Vive is what I got. The Vive, uh, it was like Cosmos Vive Elite, something like that, or Vive Cosmos Elite. Uh, that's what I ended up getting because I, I wanted to make sure, like, instead of getting like a cheap VR headset that would break on me in like a year or two, I wanted, I would rather like invest into something because I take care of everything I got, I own. Mm -hmm. Like, like once a week, I clean my entire setup, which I don't enjoy, but I do anyways. Like, I'm a very, you know, you, it's good to get into the habit of like you buy something, you invest in something, you want to take care of it because you want it to, you know, be good over time. You know, it keeps the same condition, same quality. It's like when you get a car, you know, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like take my car on an old back country road or whatever and like have a bunch of rocks, like, you know, like smear the paint and like everything else because that costs money. You know, I want to take care of those things that, you know, I, you know, you end up buying. I like this one's headset a lot better. Not it's very lie. comfy. I, I really recommend it's fantastic. The base stations really help um, with like, you know, the movement, like it's, 
it's the best one. I looked at the reviews like for the longest time on that, and it it definitely <laughs> superb. It's I, definitely fantastic. I I agree with D Run. <laughs> Jeeps are made for that. Yeah, you see, you see, I used to have a Jeep. I used to have a 2003 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it broke so many times. It broke down on me so many times. So many times. That, well, it ended up getting up to like 170,000 miles. Like, I replaced the radiator constantly because it, it just kept overheating. And, like, that was the problem. Went to multiple, like, thousands upon thousands of dollars on that vehicle. And I got to a point, I'm like, I literally could have, like, just spent all that money getting another vehicle. So that's what I ended up doing. And it happened while I was in the military. I was actually on leave, and I, my, my Jeep broke down one exit, one mile, act, like, literally from my brother's uh, place in uh, Kentucky. And uh, I had to call him. It was pouring rain. I had to like open up the back hatch. Like I always keep water. It doesn't matter what vehicle I drive. I keep a case of water, and I change it out every month because you don't want uh, bottles of water overheating. It's actually bad for you because the plastic, you know, it melts a little bit, like not like full. Yeah, exactly. So I change that out once a month, and I make sure that I always have a spare tire. I got a jumper. I got the whole, you know, nine yards. You got to take care of it. And he shows up, and oh man, it was just yeah. Sorry for derailing that. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Oh, corn, you're here. Hello, my friend. Howdy, howdy, everybody. Now we can welcome in our second co-host. This is corn. <laughs> Hello, corn. How's it going, bud? Another day in paradise. I hear that. I hear that. Not too so shabby. I tell my customers, like, they I get asked all day, how's your day going? Let's say, I woke up, and I rolled out of bed, and the sun was shining. That's an accomplishment, getting out of bed. That's the first task of the day, is making your bed. I take that, and, like, when, when I'll never forget when I heard that. It was an admiral that said it. I was in the Navy. And at first, I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, like, that, like, my first task, like, really, you know, it's just making a bed. But then when you, like, look a little bit deeper into that kind of mentality, it's like, wait a minute, you know, that's actually kind of a big deal. <laughs> like, because most people, like, you could be completely lazy. Like, that's your first decision you make in your day, <laughs> you know? not trying to be, like, over-analytical about it, but, I mean, it's the truth. Ziploc, I hear I hear you when you say your answer. Answer is usually meh, but mine is usually I'm alive or I woke up this morning when I'm not at my current job because it's literally in a rich people shopping center. <laughs> so I don't want to offend the rich people. It was also in our training that we can't say. No problem. All right, you're welcome. We have to say, like, darling old Chick-fil-A, it's my pleasure. Customer service. Yeah. <laughs> Customer service is super fun. It really is. No. I hated it. <laughs> I Call love being around people more than I thought I would. It's crazy how that works. <laughs> okay, MVK, there is one thing I've I've been actually dying to ask you. The shield. Oh. The shield. 
that you Which always one? the one that you show i think it's at the end of your stream typically the one mad viking king on it and whatnot the raiders it's the raider one okay thank you yes gotta ask you about it all right what's the question i'll put this up so everybody can see it <laughs> where did you find that lovely thing i love it uh i love this story thank you for asking <laughs> because um so i got this from the community mr really? and mrs cuddles uh both of my mods so they are husband and wife they actually commissioned uh, so all right let, let's start from the beginning when i first did the whole shield thing when i get ready to grab my shield i grab my axe which that was also from the community it, there, this whole room let me just say this out loud this whole room's the community I did not buy anything in my room except for like maybe I'd say like two things. Like then that that blows my mind every time I walk into the studio. But back to the shield, I used to grab that Zelda shield I got back okay. there. Which I got that from my childhood best friend. Cause he's like, hey, maybe you can use this in your stream. And then, then that's when the whole shield wall became Thank a you, thing. Dion. Yeah. And um it's good to see you, Jaron. Um, so what ended Thank up you. happening was they did this without me knowing, right? And uh, they commissioned provision, um, I believe it is, yeah, Backwoods Provisions. They commissioned them to make this. And I'll never forget, like, it arrived, and they're like, you have to open it up on stream, which is usually the case when I get a gift. I'm like, and, and it's just sitting there, and like, I'm just staring at it like, I want to, no, I can't. But, but, but yes, but no. And then, like, <laughs> there's been times where, like, I shake it like a little kid, like, you know, to figure out what's in the box, you know? <laughs> That's why it's like, ah, I hope this isn't break. And then, like, some, sometimes it says Fragile on it, you know, it must be French, it must be fancy. <laughs> you get a Christmas story. Um, so, so, so I open it up on stream and I see that it's got Mad Viking King on it. Uh, immediately, I bawl. I, I probably cried for a good solid 20 minutes. Um, and then that was implemented to the stream. You know, like I didn't originally have the axe. I didn't originally have the shield. Like everything that I've got, I try to utilize it in stream. That's like my creative, like my creativity. I'm like, okay, I have all this stuff. How can I like turn that into content? How can I like, you know, add more to it, you know? And um, yeah. Worth every penny is it is, and thank you, Miss Cuddles, you and your uh, husband. I I really do appreciate you. But that's my other. I love that. Long I really do. Story short, that's how the uh, shield came into play. That also definitely makes me want to hear about the uh, the tiny drum set again. Mama Viking. <laughs> so, my mother. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, so uh, this is actually a heart, uh, felt warming story. So grab your tissues. <laughs> um, so for the longest time, my parents did not support what I did whatsoever. Uh, the majority of my family did not see what I was doing as a job, a career or anything else. And it was, I, I couldn't talk about it, which really was hard for me. The only people I could talk to is my brothers. That was the only ones that understood it. And I've always supported me. They're the ones that got me into streaming on twitch they're like hey you should try it if it wasn't for them i wouldn't be where i'm at right now so shout out to them uh so one christmas 
you know, my mom went all out, even for us. It wasn't just the grandkids. Even though we told her to do it, she didn't. And I look at my pile and I start opening up gifts. And weirdly enough, I start seeing like LED lights, you know, like something you'd put in a, you know, stream setup. And I'm like, so what made you like, and I, I asked my mom, I was like, thank you for the gift. But like, what made you want to get this? She's like, well, it's for your stream setup. I cried. I literally cried and hugged her and I'm even like trying not to cry right now because for I've been doing this for three and a half years and it wasn't until last year that she actually acknowledged what I did as like something that was benefiting other people, not even only myself. That's an actual job that it is actually a career. And she, you know, that's when she like started asking questions. Well, one of those things like you brought up was a drum set, which I will happily show you which is always next to my desk so there was an idea behind this she saw it she's like i don't know i figured you could use it here's where things get interesting i love puns on my stream i love dad jokes i love those corny jokes that like a lot of people don't love them i do <laughs> and instead of adding a sound effect i as far as i know i'm like the only person that has a mini drum set that does this every time there's a pun in chat i always bring this up and you know i do I'll do, I'll do a little so that's where the mini drum set came from was my mom <laughs> that's that's absolutely beautiful I love that because I think I think they make like many of all instruments in general and they do they're for kids and then like I saw it and like I was grateful but like I was like wow I, I immediately started thinking like how am I going to use this <laughs> like so yeah that's uh that's how all that happened. Okay, so still on the topic of um as you said basically that whole room is your community gifts. Is there a favorite that is not going to cause a uh a riot in your community? If well, I guess I guess if favorite. it's I guess a favorite gift if that's not going to cause a, a riot in your community cuz I don't want to cause that either. I can't uh maybe maybe i can actually yeah yeah so there's something interesting that happened that uh when i first rebranded i was originally prior goes four five six shellback tech aka travis as the one that helped me rebrand my name so that's where Mad Viking King came from. I was mad, not angry. I was just crazy. I loved Vikings. And then back then when I first started, I used to do this thing called Hype Sessions, and people called me the King of Hype. I don't know what that meant. I mean, I did have a lot of energy, and I do have a lot of passion for what I do. And at some point, I found an emote artist named Therian Drake, and he helped me create my brand, which is Scully and Mrs. Scully. Later down the road, about two or three months, I met someone named Italy Love, and she sent me a gift at my P.O. box. And she literally made my emote come to life, and this is all handmade by her. She was not, she not commissioning. It was all handmade by her. So then after that, the community wanted a Mrs. Scully because they're like, well, he's lonely. You got to have a wife. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I guess we'll make that happen. And then she did the same thing for Mrs. Scully. So that, that these two right here, uh, yeah, this, um, 
this you know it's i mean it's the brand so it's not really like just a community gift like it was you know it became something more than that uh it became you know it, it became a symbol of like the madhouse family and that really that really means something to me um and it still blows my mind that someone did that so yeah yeah that would probably be it nice i'm probably gonna put them back so i don't like seeing that empty square back there go ahead go ahead Yeah, gotta scoot around everywhere. <laughs> <sighs> I get to enjoy that soon, I think. Because I think if everything works out with this house, I think I'm, I finally get in office. So. I hope it does. Thank you. Um, I'm still robbing my back room for it, but I'm trying to find a spot in the house I want to make a permanent place for just like, you know, this stuff. No. I got you. He's gonna walk through, and if it makes you feel better, like I not make you feel better, but um, I got a story real quick. Unless you go for it, go for it. How are we doing this exactly? Go for it. I'm curious, actually. So, <laughs> so what a lot of people don't realize is that, like, when you look at someone or you look at a position someone might be in, it, like, let's you know, let's use Ryan Reynolds, okay? He's an amazing celebrity and everything else, right? But what a lot of people don't realize is that, like, okay, so you see an actor or actress, right? And you're like, wow, they're famous. Like, they're doing all these great things. But people never think about where did it start? Where did everything start? Like, because you don't just start there unless you was born into it. You know, like if your parent was in the filming industry and the entertainment business, like you just don't, you know? So like to revert back about like you talking about space and everything, this all started with a broken fan in a $100 PC that I bought from someone at a Magic Mart, which is no longer there, like way back. And I had Apple headphones as a mic. I had no webcam. I could only play like, one game called Killing Floor 1. That was it. And then the rest of the time, like my first webcam ended up being a C922 Logitech. Finally bought one. I was really excited about it. And I still only did that. I did just chattings. I was in my buddy's basement. I couldn't afford my own place at the time. And that's how all that. So like it, did, it wasn't just this. Like it's been a whole journey. And some of the people that have been in the community since almost day one have been a part of that, which has been an absolute amazing experience but when it came to the whole space thing i couldn't get too loud when i did 24-hour charity events you know like his mom would come down and be like hey can you keep it down that like destroyed my motivation and my passion and it really got on my nerves i'm like i can't be myself and i kept telling my mods my my close friends i'm like i can't be myself i'm a naturally loud person you know mainly because i can't hear because the army <laughs> so like i i, I do it's not that like I want to be that guy like oh I understand what you're going through. Not exactly. I don't. But I get the situation of like wanting to have that kind of feeling of like when cuz you want that room. You you want that to have that, you know? You want to have that space, you want to have that setup, you know? It's a goal of yours. It's a dream that you want to achieve. And I 100% get that part. 
So yeah, you, you got to start somewhere, man. And that goes for anyone that can hear this. Like, you know, you don't start at the top. You have to slowly build yourself up to it. Everyone's journey is going to be different. Some people can accomplish their goals, whether it's content creating and you're an artist, whatever, you know, you got to start drawing stick figures before you can be Picasso. I'm just saying like, you can't like, like jump, you can't jump, you know, to a certain point. And the other thing is to like, really enjoy the journey, you know, enjoy the people you get to interact with, you know, don't just see it as just a business, but also see it as I get to interact with all these amazing people that are here, not only for me, but also for each other. And that's what truly makes a community, you know, like that's why I I came up with the idea of Madhouse family, because that's how I consider it. You know, a lot of everyone keeps telling me, Oh, you can't really be a fan. We, we, we treat each other like, you know, human beings instead of like, just like the random internet that you usually get when you go into some chat rooms, you know, it's very toxic, you know, like I try to, I've always tried to have like that foundation, you know, of like, keeping to my morals and staying like not not getting too big for my shoes i guess is the best way to put it because you see it all the time like you know you're on the up and up you're on the rise and your channel's doing great and this is going awesome and then people you know it gets to their head you know and like i always make sure like my friends always keep me grounded because you know it doesn't matter like how fancy like something looks that doesn't make the stream you make the stream you are the entertainer you could have the best overlays the best obs plugins the most upgraded pc you could have a mansion you could have five like ferraris doesn't matter <laughs> those are objects those are things what i have is something where i feel like i've already made it i don't need a check mark for validation even if that does happen one day that's fantastic what i do have is people that truly believe in me and they're there not for their own selfish reasons. You know, you see it all the time with people trying to sell promote and, you know, their own brand and they get stuck in that whirlwind, you know, they just get stuck and going round and round with themselves because they're like, why is nothing happening? It's because you're going about it the wrong way. Everybody talks about networking. Same deal with that. It's just making friends. That's how I've always viewed it. Some people want to play some, you know, games with me and they're also streamers. Cool. Let's do a collab stream. Let's promote them. They'll promote us, you know? And then the other thing is like, you know, you go like, if I was to, it's who you collab with. I'm not going to go up to someone like Burke Black or Tim the Tapman and be like, hey, you want to do a collab? Why would they do a collab with me? What are they going to benefit from it? Because it is still a business. So you have to like, you have to keep it on both sides of like being yourself and being the entertainer and seeing it as a business. And the other thing, which is the hardest truth, is that this is not for everybody. Is that, you know, everyone has skills. I don't care who says they don't. Everybody does have a talent. You do excel in something, even if you don't know it yourself. My thing that I didn't know for the longest time was I'm actually pretty decent at doing content creating. And it worked. If it didn't work, I would have tried something else. I wouldn't have stuck with it all these years, you know? That's why I still believe in it. Yeah, you have the bad streams, the rough streams, and holidays come around, and you get a little bit demotivated, but at the same time, you got to realize that people have lives, and people aren't just numbers. Everyone always stares at viewer account. Well, those are actual people. Those aren't just numbers. Those are people, and they enjoy your content. You know, you got to look at it from a certain perspective, because at the end of the day, it's it's ultimately up to you on like how you're going to 
perceive everything and how you're going to go about it. And if you can master that, if you can literally ground yourself and have true people, true friends that aren't just going to, you know, like always be like, oh, you're fine. You know, that that you're that wasn't a bad thing you did. No, be honest with me. I'd rather you be honest with me because honesty goes a hell of a lot further than you just sucking up, you know, kissing up to me. I don't want that. Nobody wants that, you know, because then you're living a life full of lies and then you're surrounding yourself with that. That right there would be toxic. So, you know, follow your passion, follow your dream, learn about it. Like the other thing, I'm sorry about this tangent, by the way. I, I, mean, I, I know I, that's, no, this is great. You're good. But like the other, well, the other thing that gets me is that like, you know, another thing that I don't really talk about because I feel like it's bragging and I don't want to be that self-centered online kind of influencer is the fact that I spent over 10,000 hours on YouTube and constantly every single day I go on YouTube to see if I can learn something new. Because if you learn something new every single day, then it's not a waste of a day. You learn something new that you can implement on stream. You learn something new that you could talk about how you talk about it. I used to not be able to do this. Like when I like first started streaming, like I was a nervous wreck. Like I kept stumbling over my words. I wasn't clear on how I was going to phrase something or word something or talk about a certain conversation. And I couldn't stay on one topic. I was very sporadic. I didn't know how to handle certain situations. Again, you grow not only as a content creator, but as a human being and as a person. That comes along with this because this is a lifestyle. This is not just a career. This is not just a job. It's like the military. The military is a lifestyle. It is something that we all do every single day, and you have to like set it up properly. Otherwise, it will consume you. You will get burnout, and then you're just not going to be happy. Like You really got to take those days for yourself. I promote that all the time, you know, like, I don't need someone telling me that I will do it. I understand this. Sometimes I need a reminder, but let my close friends do that. You know, like I, I get that people want to care and everything else, but I, I will, I've gotten a lot better, you know, like, you know, you got to go eat, you need to stay up and stretch, you know, we got to get blood flowing. That's one of the biggest common occurrences that happened to my uh, friend recently is that, you know, he never stood up and stretch during his streams or when he gamed, he ended up getting blood clots. That's why I'm always promoting it, you know, like that's why I just ordered me like a little stand that goes underneath my desk. I can prop my feet on. So there's getting some blood circulation when I'm doing this because 90% of the time I am sitting down. So, yeah, that, that's my intake on a whole thing, a whole spill. I hope that didn't ruin any questions that we was going to go over, but I don't know where that came from. Uh, that was probably, yeah, I'm going to drink water. <laughs> MVK, if you're okay with it, I'll just go ahead and do the uh, the normal. Uh, words are hard. It words are difficult. I uh, yeah. I mean, I just I don't know. Exclamation I have a burning... point brain. There you go. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just have a huge. I just have a huge passion for this, and like, no matter what, no one's gonna stop me. Like, there's nobody in this world that could like literally say, "Hey, you know, you can't do this anymore." I'll be like, "Nope, I'm gonna do it." <laughs> it's not being hard-headed it's not being like okay i'm trying to prove someone wrong those are the wrong reasons for doing it it's knowing the fact that someone is being affected in a positive manner on something that i do 
it doesn't matter how many people that might affect. I, ho I, I hope that one day I can achieve that goal of reaching more ears and more people that want to be a part of it because your content's not for everybody. That's another thing that people don't realize. I have high energy. Some people want lo-fi, like just chill vibes, you know? Like there is a community for everybody. It's just finding that community. It's difficult. That's where the time comes in with the journey. You know, it's not like saying you're a bad streamer. If someone ends up leaving, it just means that they want something different. It's not for them. You know, like that's like you telling me that um, you enjoy like I do enjoy this, but this is just an example. You enjoy National Geographic. OK, I don't enjoy National Geographic. Right. But you host that. Right. So as a friend. Right. As a friend, I'll support you. But even though I don't support National Geographic, I like you as a person. That's where streaming comes into play. They might not like the game you're playing, but that's when you can connect with your community. I love being very interactive with my community. You can ask anybody. They will not tell you anything different. I will pause the game. I will go to a just chatting scene if that's what, you know, if I'm feeling it. You got to feel the room. You know, if chat's not really popping, do not assume that no one's there. That is another mistake that I'll, a huge mistake that people make. Always, 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 there's someone there. You might not know it, there's someone there. Because viewer count is wrong. It is wrong. It is delayed. It is wrong. Stop utilizing that and telling me that like, well, this is da da da, da. No, it's wrong. It literally can't keep up. Streams are delayed and it can't keep up. Like I've, I've literally seen it. I, I wanted to test this theory on one stream and I'm like, chat, I'm going to do this. I want to turn on viewer count. It's not going to change anything, but I did. I literally saw within like three minutes, like it go from like 25, then it jumped up to 47. Two minutes later, 47 to like, you know, it, 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 it takes time for the, like the system to register within the Twitch servers. So like, if you're trying to say that, like, the, you know, oh, it says zero. No, there could be someone there. They're just not saying anything because some people feel uncomfortable about that. Respect that. Do not call out lurkers. Respect the fact that there is someone watching you because that is your job, you know? And if maybe you, maybe on the contrary, you're, maybe you're not doing something right. Again, self-improvement, you know? If an idea doesn't work, don't get upset. You're going to naturally get upset, but don't be upset for too long because guess what? Ideas won't work. I have gone through so many things that haven't worked on my channel. And then one thing works, boom, I'll stick with it for a while. If it gets, you know, if it loses traction, I'll come up with something new. That, that is what content creating is. You are creating content. Like that is what it is. You know, if anybody can stream, we have technology now, believe it or not, your phone, a laptop, any piece of technology that's connected to the internet, whether it's using data from a tower or the internet, Anybody can start that streaming button. That does not make you a content creator. That word gets thrown around like a hot commodity. You are only a content creator if you're actually creating content from scrap and you're actually putting in the work. I work 120 hours a week. That is not to be bo boastful. That's not to brag. You work more than a nine to five job. I see my friends, especially this year, a lot of them have quit their jobs. Now they're working 10 times that. And it's not even guaranteed because it's generosity is what we're given. That's it. It's just pure generosity, you know? And then it's like, well, that's not happening on my channel. So what do I do, MBK? Well, I mean, here's the thing. 
that they're they're supporting you. So if they're not supporting your content, talk to them. Communication is key. It is a two-way street. Never assume. Talk to your community one-on-one. Be like, okay, what can I do for you? Because ultimately, that's your job. You signed up for this. No one forced your hand at this. This is a volunteer thing that anybody can do. We have the power to do that. So communicate. Instead of just internalizing it, tell your community, hey, would you think this would be a good idea? And then boom. They'll be like, yeah, we're on board with it. And then it happens. Recently, I wore a Nico made outfit. That ended up happening. All right. Do you think ever in my time I thought I was going to put on a dress? All right. No. Did it happen? Yes. Internet's forever. Yeah. Well, I accepted that bill when I started streaming. Okay. That is just a fact. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> But I want y'all to chime in a little bit. You know, I don't want to just be. You know. I I didn't want to interrupt, but you know what? I don't. You're you're, yeah, you're, you're preaching the gospel, man. You you're preaching the gospel over there because what you're saying is a lot of what other content, what other streamers have told me, and other people that I've gone to and said, "Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this?" They tell me some of the things that you were just saying. Uh, the only one that's new is the one about the viewer count thing, which actually you told me about whenever we, we had our initial conversation. So, yeah, you've. Sorry, I'm laughing with Drum Put. He's, he, yeah, don't worry, he's in my community. Drum's in my community. He, he's a memer. <laughs> uh, I love, love you, Drum. Love you long time. So mm. when it comes to the biggest thing, when you said, you know, don't pay attention to your account, the guy I bought my first capture card from actually taught it to me a little bit different. He's like, the best piece of advice I can give you. He was like, just keep talking. He was like, talk to people as if even if they're there, even if they weren't there yet, because he goes in when people start showing up, you're going to know how to respond. It was a little more specific than those words, but like I, 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 I get what you're saying along the lines, and that is something I can't say as advice. I you should not force yourself to be you shouldn't force yourself to do something that you're not naturally like, you know, going to do yourself. So like it like I said in the beginning, I wasn't this much of a talker. Right? I was very nervous every time I pressed the go live button. I'm like, this is going on the internet. I feel like you got to talk, though. I feel like you can't just... It's not mandatory. That's the thing. What, what, what do you want for your content? That depends on the content creator. Depends on your channel. What do you want? You know? Like, if I'm a competitive multiplayer gamer, if that's what I want to be, let's say I'm a... Let's say, right? Let's say I'm a badass at Call of Duty, right? And I want to eventually work... Go to esports, right? All right? So I start my channel. I put in the About section. I talk to I will talk to chat when I'm able to, but I mainly am a competitive gamer. Okay, they will play the game. That is that is the content, right? Because they're good at it. People watch that. People love seeing those insane shots in Call of Duty, Apex, Fortnite. If that's what you know, if that's your elements, go okay, for it. I get what you're saying. But like, yes, so like for my so yeah, so for my element, I've, I'm fifty fifty split. You know, I do enjoy the game, but chat always comes first. 
I am yeah. very interactive with my community. I make the channel points that way because that's what my content, that's what I want it to be. I want to connect with people because here's right. the thing. The internet is amazing in its own way. There's pros and cons to everything, like a double-edged sword. But what I love about it is people are scattered across the world. I love learning culture. I love learning, you know, culinary. It could be anything pop culture-wise. It could be movies, anime, video games, the hot topics of every Twitch chat you go into. There, that conversation is going to be brought up because that is our day-to-day -day lives. That is what we do. But you should never force a conversation because people can smell fake. So, like, if I went up yeah. to Tipsy, right, and, like, let's say I did not like drinking alcohol, right, and I was like, I just love, like, just because someone else did this, I'm going to start doing this just so I can start, you know, I, I'll be like, I just tipsy i love getting tipsy you know i love that name tipsy rat and i just love drinking but tipsy knows me chat doesn't you know chat's like you know oh what's your favorite kind of drink and i just look up like while i'm streaming right i'm just like oh i love uh let's see a uh, vodka definitely love vodka and then tipsy would be in chat be like he doesn't drink why is he you know like so you should like talk about things you're passionate about. Don't do like what the other guy's doing because you're your own person. Yeah. You're unique. That's what's great about, you know, civilization in general is that we all have our own unique traits. Yes, we have some similarities and things we like, but ultimately there's only one MVK, one tipsy rat, and there's only one turtle and there's only one corn. Except for the band. Which is great. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like, I hope that answered your question. I know that I do long-winded answers, but I like to cover all the details in every aspect that I can. You're very thorough. So yeah. I guess the easy way is I try yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to be very thorough with my answers and instead of just giving you a short answer, which is, never mind. Y'all y'all go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be the only one talking in this podcast. I refuse. I want y'all to be involved too. Because, you know, I know I'm the guest, but... I feel like, you know, pass it around the room. <laughs> I've just right, gotten uh... so lost listening to you that uh, I've been trying to focus on the fact that I'm out of water. <laughs> yeah, Definitely a... stay hydrated. I missed a few minutes of this, but I'm going to assume everybody brought up, like, the uh, where'd you get started with video games? Like, what really caught the video game edge? No, we did not get there, but we will let MVK get there. I know that there is a question that Tipsy had, so I'll uh, we'll get to that. You you act like my high ass can you remember anything from the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, go go ahead, MVK. What you got? I don't know. I'm about to, what what was the question? Corn. Basically, like, see, cause I I there was a few years where I, I guess I could have played games, but I wasn't I wasn't comfortable already yet, or I wasn't allowed to or given the controller. I didn't get my my first NES till maybe that's Almost seven. I was either six or almost okay. seven. The, the first games that really got stuck to me that got me want to play a video game was, was the original Legend of Zelda. And yeah, you have Mario 1 and 2, but Mario 3. Super Mario 3 was really... So where did you start, MVK? Gaming. Yeah, where did you start gaming? Yikes. Yikes. Uh, Pong. Ooh. Asteroids. I got a joystick, uh, like a, it was, it had like, it was programmed with three games. Um, it wasn't like a major, like AAA company console. Like this was like on the side. Right. So like what I love about like when I was growing up 
in the 90s is that I kind of grew up with the video games. Like, yeah, those video games before me, like, you know, you had all the retro games, but like, in a way, it it, it kind of involved, you know? And the first one was literally a joystick. It, was, it had three games on it. It was Asteroids, Pong, and a very weird old-style Krabby Patty making game from SpongeBob that I still can't fathom in my brain, like, as a kid, like, playing and actually succeeding in that because I was... I kind of, I like... I probably made some disgusting sandwiches. Like I probably like, cause you had all these different ingredients like you would, you know, if he was like making a sandwich at like McDonald's or a restaurant and I'm just like squirting mayonnaise, got some mustard, got some ketchup. And I'm like, Oh, jalapeno. Let's throw that. But like, I, I guarantee you, I probably forgot the meat. So it wasn't even burgers I was making. I probably made like salad buns. Like, I don't even know at this point. Like, I'm still like, that still is bottled in my brain. Like, what was I doing? I was muted, but you couldn't hear me just absolutely laughing my ass off. Oh, yeah, no, you're fine. Um, But that's where I started with video games. Uh, But because of our situation growing up, um, it got to the point where, you know, multiplayer games like co-op games, you know, side-scrollers was a thing. But my brother was very good at video games. He was my older brother. And, you know, we he would usually get like a single-player game. But in, but he always asked me. He did. He's like, "Do you want to play? Like, we can take turns." I I loved watching him. It's like before I found out about Twitch, I was already watching my brother, and this is actually why my brother wanted me to start uh, content creating. Is because he's like he brought this one story I'm about to say. He was playing a game. I think he was playing Oblivion. This is like years, you know, down the road. Oblivion just came out, right? Which is like holy crap, Oblivion, you know. Like, we just got done with Morrowind, which is, oh, oh, Morrowind, you and your problems. But yeah, it was like, he was playing Oblivion, he was doing Arena, and there was this announcer. And back then, like, I was already messing around with, like, voice impressions. Like, I don't know why, I just did. Like, it's not that I watched shows that de- I just did. You know, it just literally did naturally happen, you know, that very small percent. And I would start commentating. So, like, he would have a shield or a sword, and some guy would be coming after him, and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. You know, like, it, it was just, like, pure fun. It was pure, innocent fun that I was ha- And he would start laughing, and it got to the point where, like, no matter what he was doing, if I wasn't doing homework, he'd be like, hey, you, you want to you wanna do the thing again? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And it just became a trend as we got older that he would play the games, and then when I got older, I wanted to play some, but... It was like that, you know, one TikTok you always see, like, oh, I can't beat this boss. You know, my brother comes in, he's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, All Might over here, like, I am here. And then, like, he would take the controller, beat the boss. Like, I'm like, I'm watching him. I'm like, and this was Ninja Garden that I was playing, by the way. Like, Ooh. which is, I, oh my God. Like, I, that game. <laughs> That game will literally destroy your soul. Like people talk about yes. Dark Souls being difficult, and I'm like sitting over here, like, have you played Ninja this game Gaiden. called Ninja Gaiden? What, which one? Like, that Funny. game had no all of them. Yeah. At the time, it was probably the very first one. Uh, it's really funny that you say that because that was literally going to be my story. That was one of my childhood games, and I would oh, get to lockpicking. Oh, that's still your story without even realizing it. I would get to lockpicking. And I would look up at my dad, and I'd be like, "I just, I just want to keep on playing, but I can't, I can't pick this lock." 
How? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, like uh, when it comes to video games, like that's where it all started. It was Pong. It was the very first video game I ever played. And uh, I had a very high score with that. That and like back then, you guys remember the pinball game? On PC? Which one? Yes. PC it was like the it was like the, the space arc it was like a, yeah the space, yeah. space arcade yeah. yeah space arcade man so like i did a lot of that and then like i evolved over time into like some you know like runescape old school runescape you know like that was really big you know all me and our friends like we, we we started the grind on that um it just kept evolving over the years and what was cool is that like you know, we started with the joystick, and then we got SNES, you know, Nintendo 64. The Game Boys became a thing, you know, Game Boy Colors, and then the Game Boy SPs. Like, I got to experience all of those, and I'm very happy that I was uh, fortunate enough to do that, you know, like my family circumstances and everything else. It was surprising that I got to do that because, you know, we wasn't like, I'm not going to, like, we wasn't like, you know, poor, like, you know, like, really poor but like it was not the greatest situation you know what i mean um hey thank you, for the thank you for the follow thank you very much for being here hermit's good people um i'm very surprised did, did you even acknowledge the first follow of the night turtle yes i did because i i definitely expected you to cause a little bit more of a fuss over madara uh, i i i saw it and but um, I also was trying not to be rude. Um, and, and, uh, somebody was talking. Yes. MVK. Thank you for the follow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I should have done that earlier. You're fine. Um, but yeah, that was like where my, my video game journey started. Um, and those, uh, new listeners, I've always wanted to say this. Those news listeners coming on in, we are going down the life of, well, me, I guess it'd be. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being here. <laughs> that was so I love that. I love that. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. That was terrible. Um, so, MVK, you, you, you played the, uh, the wonderful Ninja Gaiden games. Yes. Crazy enough, my first one that I played was actually Ninja Gaiden 2 on the 360. And then I had okay. to go back and play them because I was actually shown them by a friend of mine. And I was like, and we started playing, I started actually by watching this guy play it. And I was like, you literally just run around as a dude, just chop off heads. This is great. This is great. Why, why would you not want to play this? The gore back then, honestly, like I felt like there was like no limit, you know? Like it was definitely gaming uh, was games back then were different. It was just a whole different spill compared to today's games. Like, completely. yeah, the graphics weren't as great, but like, my God, there was, they did not hold anything back. And sometimes I miss that in the gaming industry because, you know, you see it all the time where like games are not fully developed when they're launched or their storylines are terrible, but they're fantastic graphics. And I'm like, I would rather have a like very retro style graphic game with an amazing storyline and amazing characters, amazing, you know, uh, combat mechanics, game mechanics overall, than your fancy dancy, like, you know, 4K quality environment that doesn't have anything, you know, happening. Yeah. Like that's what, that, that's, that's Mega what, Man that, 9 and 10. 
Yeah, exactly. Because that, that's what really makes a video game is that, you know, that's the enjoyment of being a gamer is that you get to experience an adventure and a journey like no other game. You know, it's its own entity. And I feel like, you know, game developers back then compared to now, there might still be some now, but back then there was more passion. There was more heart that really went into creating a video game for you know the people that they wanted to play it nowadays there's a lot of microtransactions there's like all these you know what i mean like there's all these side bits that are happening instead of like saying oh we care about your input you know some game devs do that rare is one of them on sea of thieves they do care for their community i love sea of thieves you know and that's one of the many reasons why is because they truly do care for the community but they don't make you pay for the updates remember dlcs like DLCs, like were like the big like before, like that was microtransactions back then. Yeah, was like I was like, oh man, you got the DLC. You go to your friend's house, you know, and their mom would be like, oh sweetie, yeah, well, you you can you can spend like twenty five dollars. What what is this for again? <laughs> like explaining that to parents as a gamer was like the trick. Like you know, like you try to get away with it. It's like yeah, I, I need this. Well, do you do you need it? Like you know. <laughs> I do. I do. Like drop for Halo Three. Oh, here, need this map. Oh, um, when? Bag. Okay, yes, we need to talk about that. <laughs> when literally you could play video games online around the world was the biggest. Oh my god! I'll never forget. I was on a small TV. There was two coax coax cables. If you don't know what that is, the white and yellow things in front of a TV for video and audio. Just putting it out there i'm looking at the wrong camera i need to ah brain do the thing yeah so you know that's when like we had it hooked up to a dsl box if you don't know what that is again uh... it, 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 it's basically like the thing that made you go on the internet so and um we was playing halo 3 online i'm like oh my god again i was watching my brother that's just what we did and like we used yeah, you saw like Chinese names, Japanese, like all these different cultures. And then the con of the internet, which was the Call of Duty lobbies that everybody talks about back then compared to now, which was back worse back then because of moderation. Uh yeah. That that that, you know, mics and a game lobby. They never I don't think anybody expected it to be that brutal. Like I know we're gamers and we're memers and all the all in all, but holy Holy, did that the, really get out of hand Some of the Halo lobbies quickly. were pretty bad. I played it too. BBC yeah. came for the Slayer lobby. It would be in a bunch of friends, and all of a sudden, this guy on the other team would be like, ha ha, he caught one or two years. He'd be like, I'm going to fuck your mother. Well, the one guy I played with, he took he took that as to go like super aggressive and hunt that guy down the entire game and like relentlessly kill them and fucking teabag them. That's how he would get that person. He'd be like, all right. He'd say the person, he'd be like, you're my Very bitch. Very toxic. match. Yeah, like, he didn't like it. He didn't like, like people just running their mouth to, to the, you know, to your team like that. Like, he, a couple jokes would be cool, but like when they were run shit to our team, he was just like, we didn't lose that match like ever. Like that was when he got his best games in because he just got quiet and would fucking hunt this guy down and no merchandise. <laughs> like, keep moving. A funny, <laughs> like, a funny story on the side when I was a kid. Wrong. Uh, Call Call of Duty: Mom Warfare Two. I'll never Ooh. forget. I I said hell 
and in my household you don't curse and i was young and i oh, and like i would like you remember like those we called them squeakers right so yeah. you remember like growing up like i was that kid I won't lie. Like, I would say, like, you know that meme, like, your shit, your ass, like, you know, Fortnite <laughs> kid, whatever meme. I was that kid that, like, said words but didn't know what they meant. Oh. And then, like, no one would take me serious because I did not have this bass in my voice back then. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. My voice would get very high pitch. It was bad. It was, yeah, it was humiliating because, like, I would talk to him and, like, everyone would start laughing. No one took me serious, but which is to be expected. Like, you're playing with grown ass adults and you're just randomly cursing, like, completely out of context, which I never thought I'd say in my life, but I did. And it was just ridiculous. Like, I just said it one after the other. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm picturing the, um, get out of my room. I'm, Fucking playing Minecraft, kid. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. Now, did you guys ever have your, your yellow-white cables start fucking up to where you'd start, like, splitting the thing? So, okay, the, the, yellow, yes. one, the yellow one's over here, wrapped around this wrapped around this drawer cable short cables, <laughs> it would, yeah. yeah it would short like we had to put a book on both the cables because the audio and the video would like flash on your screen so like we had to like turn it and finesse it there was a whole thing with gaming back then that kids nowadays will never have to experience which is okay you know like that's what's gonna happen when you get older like don't be one of those people like well you guys will never understand back in my day <laughs> it's like no like you know that's what's gonna happen with them the rabbit hole gets deeper than that. Grandpa's a, going on again about thing. VGA cables. I've I got into one. Uh... <laughs> Do you remember blowing in the cartridge? Yes, yes, blowing it, blowing. Oh yes, blowing in the cartridge. That's all they do is they how they like get the best picture out of what either what budget or you can how cheap or expensive we want to go. Yeah. With either like modding or upgrading consoles in Europe, they had a connection on their TVs called SCART that we never got. Well, you can mod that into a lot of consoles in the US and then convert it to RGB through a uh, you know, a component switch. They're uh, isn't that crazy? That like people a, uh, are trying to like stuff. go backwards, like revert backwards <laughs> to like the old way. There's a lot, it, you see it all the time, yeah, because you, like, you can throw scan you know, lines in your when you're playing your game so it looks so retro. Many. Or yeah, you just so just it. so many. I just want yeah. VHS tapes back. VHS. Oh, that's <laughs> my my next goal before modding is I want to go retro tape five X so that I can start like I want to stream retro games. You know what I mean? And I want to use original hardware. I I like so Hermit. I like Hermit. I really like Hermit. <laughs> Hermit's good people. Hermit is, uh, I, I met him through a good friend of mine, Super Murgatroyd. We was actually judges for like this thing called Stream of Thrones. Me and him hit it off immediately. Nice like, to meet you. Nice to meet you. He, he um, yeah, he's, he's good. I actually met him in person. I got to meet, I got to meet, uh, that's actually something I could talk about. This year, I've actually did something that I've always wanted to do. I actually met some of my community members. Really? And I also got to meet Hermit. I got to meet some other. Yeah, I met like a lot of a good, a decent amount, and it had nothing to do with a convention. It was just like we just made it happen, you know, like in my surrounding area and everything. And that right there, meeting people that 
support your channel in person is by far like oh i cried man it, it is that emotional damage uh it is it is very overwhelming you know because like these people look up to you mm -hmm. you know and like they're part of like you know your family your community and that is something i there's so many things have been hit this year i'm still <laughs> yeah i'm still blown away i got one on hermit's funny because he was talking about the super nintendo cards just as like blowing on them <laughs> yeah shocker when yeah. you find out years later that actually throws like oxygen and moisture into the cartridge and can damage the the connections oh the biggest thing that i like yes. i got i got a buddy who's like a nut about this stuff teach me a lot of it as i got older and my my super nintendo had all the bad things i had three different ones but the newest one i had out of the box got yeah automatically got the uh the lockout chip went out so it would flash on you know the uh, red light on and off yeah and oh yeah so once i, I got that, that fixed i repinned it because i have the toaster and I've cleaned all my games. Most of them now are in, down, fire up, or jiggle them a little bit, and boom, like they go on. It's crazy. But my Super Nintendo was the worst one I ever had. I wish I had my sister here to talk. We could talk about this. She'd laugh about it too. Games like Donkey Kong were so bad. We would wrap the power cable around the back to hold it back inside the case because we didn't know any better. We had this over like eight or nine. It's oxygen. The first. <laughs> And oh, oxygen, folks, we're just rusting like SNES cartridges. <laughs> Absolutely. As our body ages, we are the cartridges that, like, yeah, 100%. Yep. That's a fantastic. <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing. But it's funny because I finally get that weird pin set up screwdriver for the bottom of my SNES, like maybe probably close to a decade ago, maybe less. And I tore that apart. And the bridge for inside where you put the cartridges was just I so like much drunk. dirt inside of it. That was the biggest fix of my, my Super Nintendo problem ever, I'll be honest. Almost all my games, and that was like... <laughs> I got uh, one of the crazy finds that I got for growing up a couple years ago. With, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Lord. Mario. Seven, the, uh, the RPG. Super Mario RPG. And it's one of those ones you throw it into the Super Nintendo, hit the button, it fires up. It's crazy condition that I got it in, because I... It's so funny how you talk about, like, cleaning things like that. It reminds me, we had a, a DS game, a rogue <laughs> DS game, that uh, decided its new home was on the floor. Yep, and Legend one of the, of the dogs had an accident on it. And Ooh. it was just caked in dog shit. <laughs> and I brought it to my fiancé, and I was like, what the fuck do I do about this? And he's like... Throw it in a large glass of 99% isopropyl alcohol. Oh my god. <laughs> it still works like a fucking charm. Are you serious? That's amazing. That That is... <laughs> you know... That's awesome. <laughs> I like Tron... And I'm like, we don't even play Pokemon. <laughs> oh man. I like this guy drone. Wow. Uh, drone too. Drone's pretty great too. Did you meet both oh, of yeah. both of them? Did you meet you both of them? You guys talking about like the Game Boy Advance SP? Uh, one with the the backlight. That, probably. That, no, that was the Game Boy Advance. Uh, well, the Game Boy Advance Color had that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I uh, actually promoted this uh, as well with my community because I wanted, uh, you know, I was like, hey, you know, we're doing this. You should hang out. It's going to be funny. You know, you get to learn things about me that I usually don't talk about. And uh, so I was like, come on down. Why not hang out with us? Okay. So I found out today that there's a good chance that I'm probably going down near to meet to Tipsy's area because she told me about something that I definitely want to go explore. Uh, shit, what was that thing called again, Tipsy? That's the Myrtle Plantation. Okay. Myrtle oh, Plantation in Louisiana. Somebody from the town like that I work in went up to the Myrtle's Plantation and she took a photo. There, it definitely looks like a ghost in the uh, behind like different things. But it's really funny how like it literally just happened, and he's like, "Is there any spooky things to do down there?" What's up, Hawkeye? How's it going? Uh, I'm nervous there. to say this. Sounds like a I horror game. To, uh, I might have to. I might have to stretch my legs. Yeah, I was actually. Quick. I was actually thinking about the. I was actually thinking about the same thing. The guy step outside. Uh, nicotine. So you guys want to come? Okay. If MVK, you want to step away for a minute, I'm gonna oh do this. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Five-ish minutes. Well, two. Yeah. Just minutes. take a take a intermission. Uh, intermission. We're gonna take a quick intermission, everybody, to stretch your legs. So grab a snack, grab a drink, grab a friend. We will be back and exploring and uh, I guess my mind and everything. <laughs> I love this. I might have to get him to record something for me for for whenever we do intermissions. I might have to do that. I love that. That was fucking great. Uh, <laughs> we could definitely do that. But we shall return momentarily. <laughs> Oh, we're still here. Hi. Yeah, oh. um, I'm fussing. Was... Trust me. Uh, wait. So we didn't. Oh, we didn't. No, he's supposed to have a BRB screen up. <laughs> this is their BRB. This is inside of MVK's brain. And then his Look wife into my over eyes. Bed too. <laughs> this is this is what a pro. What a pro. I'm not the host. I'm actually the guest. But the guest has stepped away <laughs> for some uh, nicotine uh, thing in my jig. So we're going to just sit back, relax, and I don't know if there's music playing because I don't want to hear the there's audio not. twice, but I'm listening to some sweet, sweet lo-fi, and uh, you can listen to my voice as well. So thank you. What is a BRB screen? I don't know. It's just looking dead into my eyes. 
Ubu Senpai. He forgot the BRB screen. That was and Shelby fantastic. turned over in bed. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> That's it. I'm making a sound alert for... Wait, what? That's it, MVK? I'm making a sound alert for this? Wait, Nani? Wait, what do you mean? Wait, huh? Huh? What? Huh? I don't know. Wait, are we still recording? Wait, I have so many questions. I'm I have sorry, questions I need answering. Because I know MVK definitely hasn't heard the ooh-woos. I've never, I don't know what ooh woo is or ara. I don't know this anime terminology you speak of. It is uh, quite uh, quite foreign to me, actually. Really good at the ooh voice. You are? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, do you mind me uh, sampling? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I usually do the uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, coffee pasta. And uh, it's really funny how my brain is blanking on it. Prove it? I don't know. Just uh, go ahead. Give me, give me a solid ooh woo. I'll, I'll I'll do the thing. Ah, uh. uh, I know. I'm trying to sneak around, but the clock on my ash cheeks keeps alerting the guard. This is what I come back to. Wait, you I thought forgot there was going to be. You forgot the BRP screen, man. Nah. Yes, I'm in my jammies. I don't care. It's jammy day, chat. All right, it's Sunday. All right, it's jammy day. So I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm wearing jammies. Okay, I'm relaxing. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. No, you're. Fu oh. <laughs> All good, my dude. Don't worry about it. You're good. Uh, <laughs> what did you send me, Herman? Oh, that's amazing. That's a <laughs> I can't share this though. We're doing a pot. I can't share it, Herman. Yeah, 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 yeah. You big, you big old, you big old goober. <sighs> We're doing a podcast. Why, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I keep forgetting I'm no you're fine <laughs> you're good don't apologize I'm honestly like he promoted the podcast I should have promoted it more but like on a side note like I'm I'm not saying that word I'm not saying d-i-n-g-u-s because that is your word I need my word. My word is goober. It is goober. It is scuba motherfucking bubbles. No one else says that. That's my thing. Okay, you got your thing. I gotta stop saying. Uh, I know. Well, I just don't like. I don't know. Every time like that word gets brought up, everyone's like, "Ah, oh, yes, habits. Ah, good. Our first catch of the day." <laughs> That's my brain. It's really confuzzled. Can we get back? Hawkeye, can you edit all this out? Yeah. Like, can you like chop like like twenty? Sorry, we're making this harder on you on the yeah. But love you. Long uh, time. That's actually what something tips you wanted to ask about the scoop the scuba bubbles thing. What? 
She wanted a what? I wanted to know where that came from because I know it. I'm pretty sure you had posted that was your like name before. Where did Scuba motherfucking bubbles come from? The most random, out of the blue, left field. <laughs> like, what are those words? How could you put that in a sentence? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Trust me, it was an experience for me too when I first heard it because I'm not the owner. No, but I but I did get the rights to say it, and this was my first sergeant. Yeah. Oh, my first sergeant, when I was in the army, he, you want a sample of my first sergeant? You want, you want to know like what that man was like? Here, here's my first sergeant in the army. Hey, ma'am, get, get, what the fuck's up? How you doing, private? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Dragons. Dragons. School of motherfucking bubbles. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Don't forget it. Oh, man. We're going to have a... Man, you know... What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Are you... Are, what the fuck? Get you off your phone. Start pushing. Start pushing. You go up and down. Is that so hard? Oh, my God. Get your head out of your ass. Fuck. <laughs> That's why we can't have nice shit, Private. God damn it. We can't have nothing around here, you son of a bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my first sergeant, and that is what the infantry was like in the United States Army. All that reminds me of is uh, the time that Matthew came home after a long day, and he said, uh, I asked him what he did today. He's still <laughs> Our lovely military. And he said, uh... I can't say that on stream. I he can't made me do that. Sweep, he made me sweep the leaves out of the rocks. Oh, I got a story. I, again, I don't want to focus so much on the military because I know that you didn't want to do that, but I grabbed a push broom, okay? Let me, let me, let me emphasize. I grabbed a push broom. While it was raining in a motor pool where all the Humvees were, and I had to clean up the water. I had to sweep up water. It, it was raining. There, there was water in First Sergeant's motor pool. No, no, no. No, no, no. Mother Nature, you don't understand. This is, this is, this is the army. Like, you got to clean that up. You can't do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, I got a bunch of stories, but like I said, I know you wanted to focus on the whole streaming and content, so I'll let you fire away your questions, because my brain, after that long spill I did in the beginning, I got nothing. I'm out of gas. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm out of gas right now. <laughs> Is there other stories that you did, that you remember you didn't st uh, say on Asylum Arms? I just, I'm trying to not do a carpet copy of that, like if there's stuff that you oh. didn't talk about there. I didn't talk about scuba bubbles. I didn't talk about uh, cleaning up the motor pool while it was raining and I was drenched. Uh, a story? Yeah. You ever, you ever heard of uh, Army What the Fuck moments? Yes. Our barracks, one of our Joe's barracks got on the front page. His entire barracks was nothing but beer cans. Like you had to actually, you were swimming through it. He had Domino's pizza boxes everywhere. It smelled like ass. <laughs> And we had to all, like, the entire... Now, if you don't know what a battalion is, okay, let me... I want to break this down as best as I can. There is a battalion. Then there's multiple battalions that make up a brigade, okay? So let's break it down. So brigade, multiple battalions, battalion, multiple companies. 
Delta Company. The entire company, which is based off of four platoons, which individualized has squads in them, had to go over to that man's barracks and claim it it was that bad. We had trash bags like, oh, it was bad. It was like, like, when I say I had to go through, I'm talking waste of beer cans. Those beer cans on the bed, there was bottles. I mean, it was a, it was like, basically, you ever played that game Fallout? I'm pretty sure there was radiation bugs, like, walking around, like, you know, radiation cockroaches, and, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it, it was a nightmare. How long did that so, take? Two days. This is a barracks room. It's not, I'm not, it's not that big, it's but it took two days. Like, First sergeant said, all right. Oh, wait, uh, hold on. He's, let me let me really say it how he said it. You nasty ass motherfucker. All right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get a white glove, and in two days' time, I'm going to come in there. It better be spotless. And it was the cleanest barracks for the longest time. <laughs> that thing was so clean, he could smell the bleach from the floor. Like We had a, oh, yeah, it was... It was bad. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of um I believe my husband did the same thing where uh, they had to go clean out a room. But yep. it was not just cleaning it because it was dirty. He was cleaning it because he had uh I don't even know a a nice word to put committed. There's really not. Live. It's okay. You're yeah. good. But I, um, I don't know why. They they didn't give any of his stuff back to his family. They just let whoever was cleaning the room take it all. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> like, he, my husband walked in with another man's dress blues. There's so many, so many things. But I, again, I'm not trying to focus <laughs> yeah. on the military as much. Uh, one thing I can do because technology, this is the pro to it. Uh, I can actually show you was talking about Shellback and like how he's helped me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I kind of want to revert to that story. This is a Go ahead. Fan, uh, this, this, this one, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for Shellback. Um, and I met, I met him through a friend and like, you know, he's like, dude, I know this guy who builds like PCs for disabled veterans. You know, like he had a he had a whole system where like he would actually confirm that you were, you know, you had to, you know, show him DD two fourteen, all the due process of that. And then he asked you a bunch of questions, you know, like what's your favorite anime, movie, your music. So I went through that whole process. And then I saw other people, like I confirmed like, you know, it was legit. You know, this was before it became a five oh one C charity. I knew him from the very beginning when he was fundraising, you know, before he became an official five oh one C. And then it was my turn this happened i love that I've, I've actually talked about yours quite a bit because yours hawkeyes yours and hawkeyes are the only two that i really know like what the themes were because of course from your asylum arms episode i was able to hear a good bit of what you talked about of it because i think they right. said yours is like Themed after the Ride the Lightning, I think I can see it set that it says it there, Metallica right? There. Yeah, yeah, Metallica Ride the Lightning. Doesn't it so make a I noise told... whenever it boots up? Doesn't it make like a noise or something? Did I hear that? Okay, no. never mind. I'm 
think no, of something different. But in thing. the inside, there's like lightning detail that he did. He he did all this. There's a there's a story that goes behind this meaning of uh I actually had to get it upgraded because it was uh having problems and I sent it back to him. I was like, dude, I need your help. And he helped me. So like it wasn't just like he helped disabled veterans and he was just done communicating with them. Like he's still my friend now, even though like you know, the chair's getting shut down and everything else. But this PC, I would not literally be able to you know, I, I couldn't create content. Like, I needed something strong and powerful, you know? So I shipped him the parts, and I'm like, I don't want to do this myself. I'll pay for it, right? I'll give you the parts. I'll ship the PC to you. You do it for me. Because I, 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 it's not that I don't trust myself, but this is, like, my livelihood. Uh, this is what I spend my day doing, and as bad as that might sound, you know, it is my career. You know, like, so it, it it has, like, it does everything that I've ever wanted. And, uh, you know, I, w I wouldn't be able to do the things if it wasn't for a PC. I mean, how can you be a streamer? If you, you can. I mean, I used to stream with Xbox, but you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be able to do all the things. And uh, Shellback was a very, 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 very important part of my life uh, and my journey. Uh, if I If I didn't meet him... I would not be talking to you now. I would have quit years ago. Hands down. Hands down. <laughs> if, if, like, that man did much more than just build me a PC. Like, this right here was a way I could overcome my disability, you know, and just seeing it like a crutch. Uh, because, like, the one thing I don't talk about when I stream is I do like to help other people, but this is also for me. This is my outlet. This is, uh, you know, it's something that makes me happy. So it's not just for others. It is also for me. Um, and it took me a long time to come to that realization because I felt every time I said that it sounded selfish, but it's not, there's nothing wrong for doing something for you. You don't need to explain that to anybody, you know? And yeah. Yeah. But that's um, actually, that's actually something we talk about quite a bit on this podcast is, uh, how, content creating, streaming, whatever you call this, uh, can be right. uh, something that um, actually helps a lot of people with mental anxieties and things, because I know it did for me. Um, a couple years ago, whenever I actually got with um, my now wife, she went off to college for three years, at, like actually like eight months after we got together. And so mm -hmm. it was, Really took a really really big toll on me because it's when I went through a lot of um, depression and things and a buddy of mine was just like hey we're, we're gaming and there's things that you can be doing instead you've talked about how much you like H2O Delirious and their whole whole crew why don't you start thinking about making something because weren't you talking about it before and I was like well yeah I thought about it so I started had about eight people in my community and now tipsy i think whenever someone just joined the other day i think we're up to like 84 83 or 84 people and here i am now like it's it's something that got me through that whole time it might not be as big as some other people's social anxieties and depressions and things but i can be one to vouch that it got me through a lot and i probably would have gone nuts or something without doing what I'm doing now. It fills in the gap 
Um, it keeps me productive. I know that much, you know, like I tried the whole civilian job thing and it didn't work out. Like I said, like I got seizures, it happened. I'm not the boy who cries wolf. You know, I, I'm not looking for sympathy. It's just something I got to live with. Um, and you know, when you were talking about that and like the journey and everything else, and it's like the best part about, you know, my favorite thing about streaming you really want to know my favorite thing about doing all this, whether it's like talking, doing podcasts and every I, this was the dream. Everyone has a dream of doing something. And like this, like I it's, it's like already there. You know what I mean? It's already obtained and you feel like you're on top of the world, you know? Like when you, especially when someone asks you to be a part of something, even if it's just, you know, a podcast and that you, it's not just a podcast, you know what I mean? But you, like, it's someone going out of their way and spending that time where they could chose anybody else, but they wanted to hear about you and bring you on. And that opens up doors and opportunities as well. So like, if you pursue those kind of things, then it'll more than likely happen again because who's to say someone wouldn't what you know isn't listening in they're like oh now i want this you know i want him on my podcast or now i want to get to know who this person is and it just opens up a very broad avenue of opportunities and i think that's so cool you know and the other cool thing is that you expect the unexpected you have no idea what's going to happen on a stream you have no idea, like, it, it, whether that's a raid, whether that's bits, whether it's gifted subs, whether it's a milestone you hit. Like, it, when you wake up that day, you don't plan X, Y, and Z is going to happen. I know I don't. <laughs> like, nope. I'm, not, I'm not like, I'm not like, okay, this is going to, no one knows. It's, I love that. Like, Robin Williams said it best. Um, tomorrow, you have no idea what you're doing. How exciting. How exciting <laughs> is it that you literally have no idea what's going to happen? Like to some people, it might be scary, but to me, I, I see it as like an adventurer as like a D and D or something. And you know, you just go on this, I'm going on an adventure. And I'm like, <laughs> good old Bilbo Boggins. From <laughs> you know, I, I think, I think that's um, one thing that I just absolutely love every single time. Boggins is. I love that's great. <laughs> I know why when I said Hermit, don't correct me. My I'm a I'm a special I'm a special human. Are you still talking to me back there? What? Um yeah. anything I was gonna just pass it around the room. I was just gonna turn off my camera because uh well certain things. But well I'm still listening, I'm still here. You're good. Um, yeah, I I definitely agree with 99% of what he just said. Uh, tipsy corn. What? <laughs> streaming? Anything? Why would I have anything about streaming? <laughs> yeah, I called you fucking Isaac. Oh my god, that's the first time that's happened. Huh? I don't think I've ever called you Isaac. <laughs> I Money? accidentally called you Isaac. That's new. <laughs> I know we flirt, but jeez. Did <laughs> you have any? Um... My fiance's name. 
Did you have any like perspective on anything that I was like talking about? Even though like you're not a content creator, like did you have any like outside perspective? Because I think that's something also that we don't hear a lot. Thank like, you. We always you 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 always get. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. I was just saying thank you to Hermit. Said join join the server. There you go. Um, but I think like you know we we talked to fellow you know, streamers and content creators, whether it's on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook gaming, TikTok, Instagram, whatever the case may be. But it's getting that outside, like bringing in an outside perspective. You know what I mean? Like you hear like, you know, us talking about it, but then you bring someone on. So like, what what would be your perspective on this tipsy? Like, even though you're not a streamer from like everything I was talking about. I've got to think about it. It's okay. We can go around the room. It's it's fine. I know asking, I kind of put you on the spotlight. I need questions. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm not the host. I just like, that's what I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what um Turtle wanted. And I'm just trying to save his voice. For those of you that don't know, our very generous host that invited me uh, on here, um, he's, he's been having some problems with his voice. So I'm trying to save the man some uh, of his voice. I got you. I got you, my friend. <laughs> so do you have any insight that you want to like kind of like you know put on the subject if not that's probably fine you see he there usually does this like every single podcast he, he asks me all the time he's like do you have any input and i'm like you are the co-host <laughs> I, I mean my brain doesn't always work <laughs> well i i i understand that Corn, what about you? When it comes to streaming, I don't know. I, I it's kind of my my way to, not necessarily out, full outlet, but like a way to not have to deal with the everything else I've dealt with for the day on one hand. But on the other hand, I've always got those important questions running to the back of my head. You right. know, yeah. What should I be doing? How should I be doing? Etc. So forth. We'll get through the Do whole rigmarole. But yeah, I do it to have no, fun. Gotcha. That's the big. That's the biggest thing. Like I do it because I'm, I'm trying to enjoy my time and have other people enjoy their time with me. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I feel like that also gets subsided. That, um, and that's why I say I said before I like to say grounded because you know if you're not having fun, the absolute principle, the whole reason yeah. why you started before you make affiliate before you you know, find out about all these things you can do with streaming OBS and, you know, just the whole like nine yards. Like if you start, if it starts, I can't say if it starts becoming a job, stop doing it because I do believe at a certain point in your career, when you reach a certain milestone and a certain, uh, a certain, let's say mile marker as a metaphor on your journey, yeah that you do have to like perceive this as a business. You do have to start seeing that side of it. And like, I'm not saying focus like all your attention, but know that yeah. it is a variable and it is a part of what you're trying to accomplish, you oh, know? And like, I'm horrible about it. I think the one thing that I don't do enough is like promote my own things. And that's really weird for me to say, because like, I guess like in my brain, I feel vain, even though it's kind of like the point. If you're not an influencer at some given point, like 
you are, you know, you're, you, it's you. You're promoting your yeah. brand. You're promoting like your business, your channel. You know what I mean? Obviously doing it respectfully in the right way. But I, I just, I feel like sometimes, you know, I do do the TikTok, you know, and I do YouTube and everything else. And I enjoy that. But I don't promote merch that much. I don't like, you know, do that. Like, like what was it? Recently, uh, we hit a milestone. And it was uh, getting partnered with Throne Gifts, which is like an amazing thing uh, for everybody listening. If you don't know what it is, and you are a streamer or, you know, any type of content creator. What Throne Gifts is, and I'm not sponsored by them, so this is not me, them telling me I had to say this on tonight's podcast. This is me letting you know about some tips and tricks, because like, I feel like that's sort of integrated with this podcast as well. You know, diving into my brain and three and a half years worth of like experience doing this. I, I don't know everything, but I have learned a lot from talking to fellow content creators and you know one of the one of them is throwing gifts instead of like sending to a p.o box they can actually send you a gift to your direct address but throne keeps your address private they don't know where you live so instead of you having to drive to a p.o box like myself which is like three hours away then i, well, I do it because just dis- discrepancy you know like i don't want to like choose a p.o box that's like two minutes down the road like oh my god like you never know i found out on the internet you just never there's a lot of community members in my community that are a lot they're i don't want to say a lot closer i don't really want to like go too big on location but they're a lot closer than i imagined you know like i can you know generally state that i was born and raised in the state of virginia and i love it here and I love the mountains. I love, you know, to go hiking and everything else. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to find a way other than just a P.O. box. And I found Throne. And you can get invited by someone else who has Throne. And they give you a link. You sign up. And it has been amazing. Like, that's where the Nico made outfit came from. Because people can suggest gifts. All you got to do is, like, copy an Amazon link. And, like, you know, and I, I challenged my community. Uh, I said, what do you, what what do y'all think we could add to like the room? You know, like, you know, it's a piece of the community, like everything else is community. Why not just keep going with it? And I checked it the other night and I saw like this little check mark and I cried. I made a video on it. I posted on Twitter, but I cried because I don't seek that validation of a platform having to validate that. Yes, you made partner with them. I don't focus too much on social status because I think it's very corrupt. I think that it can change people's uh, perspectives and it can ultimately ruin, you know, your morals, right? But when I saw it, it gave me hope that I'm doing something right. You know, it was like another thing that happened. And I just, I've talked to Hermit about it. Uh, I've talked to a lot of my close friends that are, you know, partnered with uh, Twitch. Whenever that day does happen, if it happens, um, it it doesn't end there, man. I think, I think, you know, instead of just wanting to hit that after you hit affiliate, you really need to focus on creating content because it doesn't stop. You hit partner like every like. it doesn't stop. You're still going to work 
Like you're actually working harder now because when you hit partner, a majority, of, it's actually been proven. A majority of people will stop watching your content because they're like, oh, he made it. I don't have to support him anymore. He's got a, he's got a check bar next to his name. That's what happens. That's why like, I don't promote doing partner pushes because the majority of people, they'll get you there and then they'll leave. It's like, well, okay, what, like, what do you have your name now? You show up in someone's chat and you have a check mark. Congratulations. You know what I mean? You just lost everything because you wanted to focus on just that goal instead of like building a solid community. If I wanted to, and I've said this multiple times, I could have been partnered already. Guess what? I would have had a toxic community and I wouldn't have had fun and I'd be miserable right now. They would be slandering each other in chat. I don't want that kind of environment for my community. I made it a solemn vow when I first started streaming. I would never change who I am. Every single year I have a stream anniversary or I have a birthday. People constantly say it. Do not change who you are. Which naturally you will. You're going to change over the years. Your content's going to change. I used to be a lot more energetic. You know, I'm a little bit, I still have that energy because I still have the passion, but it's not nearly as much Jedi. as it used to be. What's up, Jedi? Hope you're having a good night, buddy. Jedi, thank you for supporting the podcast and this channel. Thank you. He's been very, very... Always... Exactly. Oh, Jedi's a brother to me. I've known him for years. Again, I met, like, that falls back to what we're talking about. Like, it's making those solid friendships, and it's not for your own personal gain. Because if you're doing, if you have that kind of mentality, you will fail. I've seen it countless times of a community. One night, overnight, flip. They said, oh, we love you. We support you. One mistake, one Twitter post, one thing you say on Twitch, and it could end everything. Because you literally, you got, it got in your head. You literally have this mentality of follow for follow and doing, it, there's nothing gained. You know, if you're just focusing on the analytics and just the numbers, that's fine. That is your choice. That, that is something I fought for. Freedom of speech, you know, you have that right. You could, you could do that. I just do not promote that because I see that as like you're using someone. And I, I think that's wrong, morally speaking. I think that you should have a solid plan, okay? What kind of community do you want? I knew from the very beginning I had to find people that I could relate to that enjoyed what I did enjoyed my company and that, you know, they were decent human beings, right? You know, that we, we could joke around. I call it bearding and bantering. I wanted to find like-minded people and build that community because I've always wanted to do charity events, but I knew starting on Twitch, you start off with nothing. You have to build up to it. Don't, don't race. It's not a race. It is, it is not a race. Stop thinking of it like a race. Like if I don't do it in this X amount of time, it is a journey. That's why we all promote that so much because we lived it. You see people like me. I don't consider myself big. I don't like that terminology between big and small streamers. I absolutely despise it. Every time I see a hashtag of it, I do not promote that kind of behavior because I see every streamer as equal. The only difference is that a streamer did worked harder. They put their content. I've seen it countless times. Countless times, one of my good friends, Bushwhack, made partner, right? He promoted all the time. I thought it was ridiculous. Like, he would set up these, like, things with his friends. Like, hey, can we do this? I'm going to record this video. I thought it was weird. He's very successful now. He focused on phasmophobia. He focused on that knowledge around one game. 
and now he knows the ins and outs and he does tutorials and now he averages like you know there's like 300 some people in his chat when he used to like just have like a couple of his friends you know and people like he really could vibe with because he worked to get there he didn't like skip any steps he like that's what everyone wants to do they want like the fastest way there's no right or wrong answer to streaming it is your journey it is up to you to discover what that is what does it mean to you what do you truly want because i'm telling you right now i don't care if you have a thousand people i don't care if you have you know five thousand it doesn't matter because ultimately it's what you want what is something that you like you need to like go to a room disconnect from everything and truly think about these things and that's what's going to make you also not only a better content creator but a better person again it's a journey not a race you're literally developing years of experience like talking to people gaining that wisdom going to podcasts doing things like that and i like to do these things because i do like to share my thoughts i like to hear my other people's thoughts that's why i like going around the room even if i'm the host or not the host but the guest even if i'm not the host i still like to hear it because ultimately we all have a goal we all have a ambition that is something that every human being has desire to do and accomplish and succeed. The problem is that people want to skip. They want to find the quickest way to do it. There's not. There's not. That's that's the answer. You know, everyone like looks at success, right? They look at all these successful people and they ask them countless times, what, how did you do this? There's nothing wrong with getting advice. But, the issue is this. <clears throat> the answer is this. Stop being like other streamers and be yourself. It took me three and a half years to figure out what that meant. Three and a half years. Figured it out at the beginning of this year. And that, in my personal opinion, is how I got successful. Because I figured it out. It's like, it's like, it's like this, you know, it's not even that complex. You know, because we all overthink things countless times. It's so simple. Be you. It's okay to be inspired by one, two, or three streamers that you really look up to. But the minute you start like copying their content, you're not creating content. You're not a content creator. We talked about this before the podcast, and I'm going to say it right now. You are not a content creator if you're not creating content. If you're not editing videos, if you're not uploading them, if you're not making your own overlays, if you're not doing this and that, you're not creating content. If you're not being an entertainer or providing information, you're not a content creator. Anybody can press the go live button. We all have technology. We all have the internet majority, not everyone. Let me rephrase that. We have these tools to succeed. It's how you utilize them. Do the research. Put in the work. Stop being lazy and thinking that you could just go live and something magically is going to happen. Yes, there is 2% luck in the streaming world. You're going to hear that from everybody. It There is luck to it. There is like this 2%. But if you're only going to hold out for that 2% to get to where you want to be, then you're going to be there for a long time and you're going to be disappointed. The other thing I love to talk about is content creating is not for everybody. I have seen this destroy so many of my friends and I had to pull them to the side be like, dude, you're good at this, but maybe this isn't for you. And it's hard having those conversations. I've lost friends, but guess what? They're now successful. We might not talk anymore, but I know deep down in my heart they chose a path, they were successful, and they were happy. Some of them came back to me and thanked me like five, ten years down the road. 
you know, I've only been doing it for three and a half years, but I give that advice to everybody. That's not just streaming. It's just life. Everybody has a skill. Everyone's unique. That's why everyone says, be yourself, promote what you want to. If you want that toxic environment, if you want to be that competitive gamer and you want that, and that's your road to success, that's fine. I don't crap. I don't talk shit, right? I don't talk shit about how people do things. If you want to fake it till you make it, good on you. That is, that is, you you could do that. I can't tell you. I'm just another guy on the internet. I'm I'm just a, another Joe that you know does his thing, right? I'm just another person. Doesn't matter status wise. I'm just another human being. How you get there is up to you. I keep to my morals. That is my personal decision. But if you make that choice, know that every choice that we make will have repercussions, and you will have to reflect on those. And they are going to come back. Karma is a real thing. I've seen it happen countless times. I'm only 26 years old. I don't mind saying that. But talking to older people than myself, hanging around that crowd, has made me the human being I am today. Not just serving in the military, not just family, not just friends. It's just generally getting out of my shell and like having that open mindset that has got me to where I am. I have busted my ass to get to where I'm at. It is not easy doing this job. Not everything is going to be successful. Yeah, you know, like one video. Um, and again, this isn't me gloating. This is this is that two percent luck. You ready? YouTube has an algorithm. Everything has an algorithm. Okay. One of my videos right now on my YouTube channel has seven thousand eight hundred views, probably more now. It just constantly has been going up. It hit the YouTube algorithm. Been playing the same game, putting out the same content. The other videos aren't getting as much um, the growth, right? Trial and error is going to happen. You have to accept failure. If you cannot accept failure or have thick skin, content creating might, might not might be your choice. The internet is a very nasty place. Yes, I have been lucky to meet you all, right? But we all know how the internet is, right? Someone behind a keyboard, someone behind a monitor, they can say whatever they want. Again, freedom of speech falls into on what I served for. It happens. They can do that. So that doesn't mean they're right, but we can't be the judge of our own character. You know what I mean? Like, who's to say what is right and what's wrong? Same thing goes with streaming and content creating. You know, all the things that I just went over, maybe someone else thinks that I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. All I know is that I can tell you from my past experience on what I've seen, what I've done, and, you know, maybe possibly help someone out along the way. Because that's what I want to do. I'm not promoting that you should do exactly what I'm doing or, you know, what Turtle's doing or what Tipsy's doing or Corn or anybody else. You should indefinitely be your own person. The majority of Twitch, we got bullied, you know? We was the outcasts. We were gamers. Gamers, you know, back then, you know, it wasn't cool. There was nothing cool about video games. You were a nerd. You got bullied for it. We all, we all went through it. The majority of people on, uh, on this platform, YouTube, and other similar platforms, we go there because, like Corn was saying, that is our outlet. That is our distraction from life. This is our way of expressing ourselves in our own unique ways. Again, your own unique ways. You, not me. That's like Turtle trying to be me. You can't be me. Sorry, the only one MVK. Trust me, you don't want another MVK. That would be awful. All right, riots would happen. Bad things. We don't want that. Okay, I promote pillaging and raiding because I love Vikings. Um, but uh, yeah, just ultimately choose your own journey. Surround people that are not going to just benefit off of what you have to say. 
you know, and benefit from, you know, oh, I'm just going to promote me. Like, no, like actually form friendships. Again, Ventral Jedi, I'm going to use him as, as an example. Sure. He streams too. All right. Comes into my chat. I'll shoot him a shout out. Do I have to? No. But I will. Because I support what he does. I like his content. You know, I think he's cool. He's my friend. It's not just business. You know, you don't have to always separate business and friendship. And that's a huge gray area that like we all have to fight. You know, and, I, and it's happened sometimes. There's sometimes where like I don't like some of my friends' content. You know, I really don't, but I love them as a human being. I really do. But I don't like their content, you know? And that's okay because it's not, not every channel, not every community is going to be for you. That's, and that's just something to accept. It takes time, you know? Like there's what? There's actively 2.4 million streamers on Twitch at any given time. There are 3.9 million streamers total. And the, grow, and the number is going to continue to grow. And it fluctuates all the time because people find out what we're doing. It's not as easy as it looks. You know, I, I think that you should try something. I think that you should be venturous, that you should do because then, you know, you're going to have regrets that we were talking about before. You know, give it a try. You know, my biggest advice, I would say, give it six months to a year in streaming. If you do not like it, do not invest. Do not buy cameras. Do not buy lighting. Do not do all these different things because you're wasting an investment. I would say give it six months to a year. See, fill it out. Fill it out to see if you that is truly something that you're going to want to do. The other piece of advice, do not leave your job. You're leaving a nine-to-five job. Using that as an example, I know that's not everybody's work hours. I know there's night shifts. I used to work them as well, the graveyard shifts. Do not leave your job. You are not guaranteed income. I, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this part, but I'm going to because it, it, it hurts me to see some of my friends that have literally like never relied on their community, never asked for anything. And then they just say, you know what? I'm going to go full time. Do not make that decision. Do not make that decision so you know, casually, because you might regret it, you might lose your house, you might lose your job, you know, and the process, and then you might lose your sanity, you might lose yourself, your friends and everyone around you, because now you've like, was like, okay, this is a side income that could possibly happen, because of people's generosity and them wanting to see more of you. Do not overlook that, my friends, because I'm telling you right now, the minute that you let that dollar sign control you, and that's not just for streaming, that's just in life in general, then you're, you're gonna see like your small group of friends, they're going to notice it and you're not going to listen to them. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. And they're just going to disperse. It is, it, you know, the, the, the true meaning for myself is the people that I meet, the relationships that I hold, family will always be number one. There's no amount of money in the world that would change that. I don't care because at the end of the day, I know that the people that I surround myself with will always have my back. Whether that's through streaming, whether that's, you know, me going through a hard time, they're willing to talk to me and be there for me. And they're not doing it for their own personal gain. That's, that's all I got to say about the matter on that. Can you say it again for the ones in the back? That's all I got. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was a Forrest Gump moment. That's all I have to say about that. 
<laughs> I was running. I love Forrest Gump. Tom Hanks is amazing. I love the. I love them. Um, especially Gen A. Take two action. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I, I know. I just covered a lot. Um, and I, I know that you know that's sort of the whole thing about podcasts is like people listening in and like um maybe learning something or gaining something from a piece of information could be entertaining, but. I was brought on to this knowing what we was going to talk about because we did talk about the other night, uh, prepping about, you know, certain topics that we were going to cover. And if anyone can take anything out of it, I, I hope it, I hope it's in a positive manner. I hope that it, you can gain some sort of knowledge or benefit from anything that's said on tonight's podcast. I love that. I don't know about everybody else. But I know I'm learning a lot, especially about myself. Crazy enough. Oh, yeah. Crazy enough. Corn may not look um, enthused, but I know he takes things like I'm like a sponge, and then he goes and reflects over it later. Yep. Like our own personal online class. Yeah, we got we got to have I MVK mean, back every every week for our class. Class is in session. Everybody sit down. Sit down. Boy. Bring out my Kratos. One of my favorite game series. I was talking about video games earlier. Uh, God of War is my favorite game series of all time. It took a long time for me. Like, because someone asked me um, way back, you know, what, what's your favorite video game, MVK? And I was like, it's like my brain, like, you know, in the Matrix where, like, they bring out all the guns, like, in the armory and Neo's, like, yeah. So it was kind of like that. I was going through, yeah. like, my own mental library of every single video game I played, which is, I can't even fathom um, that I've been given, you know, that opportunity, you know, to be able to not only play a game, but also make connections with people. I think that right there has, like, its own unique aspect, you know, and... I know that we never really talk about like most generic question in my personal opinion is how did you start off as a streamer? Right? Like, I know we didn't really, you know, talk about all that. I will be completely honest. The first stream I watched was the coolest thing ever. When I first got on Twitch, my, my brother used to be a streamer. He played world of Warcraft. Um, I don't know which version. I know he's been playing it for many, 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 many years. Like he has every class topped out back then. It was um, 2018. I started streaming in 2019, but 2018, he uh, he invited me to Twitch. It was my first time experience on Twitch. And I was like, oh my God. Like I was so overwhelmed because I didn't know that there was an etiquette of uh, chat and channels and everyone has their own rules. And there's a lot more to it. Like we don't realize it now because we've been doing it for a while. But like, if you think back, your first experience on Twitch is either going to make it or break it. And that's going to make it to where, okay, I'm going to come back to this platform or I'm never coming back. It made me feel so uncomfortable. I went to my brother's stream and I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Like I, I wasn't really into world of Warcraft. He tried to get me into it. He paid he even went so far to pay for me to play with them. Uh, and which was difficult because I had a piece of crap PC that I couldn't even do killing floor. So you can only imagine like a game like World of Warcraft with all the assets that come along with it and it's online. So if you don't have a good internet and a decent PC, you're like, it's your SOL. So I played a little bit with him and uh, that was my first like taste of it. 
right? And I and I lurked on his channel a lot. I didn't know what lurking was. You know, he's like, oh, you're lurking. I'm like, would you just call me? <laughs> I was like, what? What is lurking? What is this? Well, okay, I, I'm just gonna sit quietly. Apparently, that's called lurking. Uh, that's new to me. And I did that for the longest time. And then 2019, before I started streaming, I met someone named Bear Sapien. They were playing a game called Hearthstone, right? He had a green screen set up. He was playing music in the background and he was talking to people. That is what hooked me. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I still, it's like, it's like I remember it visually till this day. I still have that feeling of like being accepted into my very first community that I ever joined. That was huge okay this is before channel points was a thing on twitch before a lot of things uh, twitch has changed like a lot over three and a half years i've been doing this you know dmca channel points um all the tools we have now it's been a huge change and back then like i was just asking them like i was just so invested i'm like i want to kind of learn this i want to just see if like you know what what, what goes into it so I would go in his chat, you know, and I tried, like, I felt bad. You know how, like, sometimes when you're in someone's chat and you're, like, the one typing, but you're, like, and back then, again, I didn't know etiquette. You know, I didn't want to be that guy that just kept talking like I'm doing right now. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, you know, oh, hey, what kind of green screen do you have? Um, Like, webcam. Uh, Like, I was just firing away on questions. And then, like, a mod sent, that was my... <laughs> That was my first thing with a mod. And I get this whisper. I'm like, wait a minute. No one knows me on this platform. And like, I, I was like, who is this person? And they're like, hi, I'm a mod for, you know, this person. Um, just try to, you know, I know you have a bunch of questions for, you know, the streamer, but uh, there's other people in here. Just try to, you know, try to feel the vibe or whatever. And I had to learn over time that like, you know, I should, <coughs> excuse me. I shouldn't be the only one that, you know, because it's not all about me, you know. I didn't know that some uh, it could sometimes make people uncomfortable, right? Like that you're, you know, it, there's so many variables that go into it. But I thought it was the coolest thing. You know, music, he's talking to people. Finally, my brothers, you know, they got tired of it. I used to be, and I don't mind saying this, I used to be an alcoholic. Um, I didn't have a job. Uh, that's when I gave up on civilian jobs in 2019 because I kept having seizures everywhere I worked. I, I felt like I didn't have a purpose. I felt like, you know, I'm just going to play video games for the rest of my life and I'm going to live in my buddy's basement. And I basically gave up. Um, and then my brothers reached out to me and I was at a very low point in my life. And I said that one of them said, Hey, and this wasn't even the brother that streamed. This is my other brother. He's like, why don't you stream? Give it a shot. My very first stream on the platform. The VOD's gone. I made sure of that. The very first thing, I was streaming off my Xbox. Like, Xbox stream. I had a PC, but I knew nothing about OBS. I knew nothing about everything that entangled to see what I was seeing on that guy's stream. You know? Uh, on bare stream and I, I i poor mic quality uh you know i was like you know those like really bad xbox mics that you get with the xbox i used that just for that or whatever and i was loud like i wouldn't watch my own stream like it was just the audio was so disproportioned it, it sounded like crap 
it was just utter crap. And I was like, you know, when I did learn about OBS, I'm like, okay, I got to get rid of this. I don't want nobody to see this. Like, and I sometimes regret that because I, you know, I like to look back and see progress, you know, the journey. So then I, you know, I started streaming and um, I, I was like, okay, I want to learn a little bit about OBS. So I go to YouTube. I see this guy named Nutty. Right, which I recommend to everybody to go check him out. He has a lot of tricks and tips and stuff. And he was doing the craziest things for OBS. I'm like, okay, basics, tutorials. All right. So I, I browsed, I browsed, I browsed. As I said earlier, Nutty is top tier. Uh, as I said earlier, though, I have spent an entire 10,000 hours watching tutorials on YouTube. And I'm talking from beginning to end. There was no skipping. There was no jumping from beginning to end. I lost sleep. I probably stayed up two days in a row at one point. Very unhealthy. Do not recommend. Please sleep. Uh, I know everyone says sleep for the week with gamers, insomnia. There's a lot of factors into it. But do, do take care of yourself. Uh, back then, I wasn't. Um, I was just so invested, you know? And I found out that, like, months went by. I'm like, oh, my God, like, time you know i found something i found my purpose so i finally established obs i got the pc up that's when i hit another boulder in my journey okay i can only play killing floor roger that still no webcam i'm using apple headphones as a mic should have used the xbox one that would have been 10 times better fun come to find out because again i was peeking on my mic and it sounded like utter garbage then i got a webcam and like, cause every, and the only reason I got a webcam is because people wanted to see the man behind the voice. That was the only reason I went over to Best Buy, um, a couple of towns over, uh, I live in that kind of small rural area. Uh, and I went over to Best Buy and I bought a C922 Logitech. Now back then that was huge, man. That was huge. And I'm like, yes, I got my webcam. Awesome. I rushed back home. I set it up and. I didn't know how to like fine tune it. So I just kept it. Oh, I plugged and played. I was like, you know what? Boom. I'm a streamer. I got a webcam. I got music playing, you know, DMCA wasn't a thing. I played Metallica power metal music and I streamed killing floor. I streamed it for many, many months, right? Upgraded a little bit over time. Got to play payday too, you know? And then I talked to my brother back then variety streaming was not really a thing. It wasn't, wasn't. But back then, the meta or the algorithm was that you dedicated yourself to one game, one category, and then you moved up the ranks in that category. People found you. They liked your content, whatever. I told my brother, I was like, I don't care what you say. I want to be a variety streamer. Turns out that was the best decision I ever made. And life just kept going on and on. Uh, I, hit, I hit like 500 followers. I hit affiliate on Twitch. That's when I knew what my purpose was. When I hit my, and I can tell you my first three followers' names, Fell Orc, Courtney, and Hellspire. They still stop by my stream today, which is insane. That I never, ever, ever take advantage of, and I'm beyond grateful for that. Like, that's three and a half years that you have constantly showed up and hung out with me. That is, and you got to see the whole thing. And, um, and then I hit a 500 followers. Then I really started getting weird with OBS. I started making this thing called the hype sessions, right? 
Nobody was doing it. Like I made these weird scenes. I had stick animation in the background. I made myself blue. I was scrolling across the 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 scene or whatever. Like I was dancing. I didn't have a care in the world, man. I was like, fuck it, let's party. And that's when, like, you know, the king of hype, you know, instead of me, people call me prior ghost, that's when I rebranded. I'm at Shellback Tech. That's where my life changed. And then I hit went from 500 followers to like 1,500 to 2,000. Now we're at like 4,000. I've met 4,000, over 4,000. What the hell? You know, it's just like it just kept going and going. But one, th- one piece of advice I have. And again, by no means I'm not gloating. This is just my journey. And the thing that I tell people is like, you wish you had 100 people in your chat, right? Here's the thing. You don't know how to handle that yet. You're not used to it. You want to jump before you can walk, right? So like, why should 100 people watch your content when you can't even carry on a conversation, number one? You're actually just reading chat. So, like, we're on this podcast that everyone's listening to. We are also streaming on twitch.tv forward slash turtle graveyard. He is a streamer. Please go check him out. That would be really awesome. Um, so, like, you know, if I just said, OMG, I love Payday 2, that's it. All right? I see it all the time. Right? Then they don't dive into it. You know? My response for me personally would be like, oh, yeah, dude. Payday 1 and 2, loved it. Robin the Banks, the game was absolutely spectacular. The music, the soundtrack, you actually felt like a full-on robber. That's, you know, that's what a lot of people don't get is that you can't make that huge jump. You're used to a small crowd, and now you have all these eyes on you. How do you handle it? You're overwhelmed. You're stressed. You're literally, like, like chat's moving so quickly you can't keep up with it, you know? Like you have to learn how to do that. Again, it's not a race. It's a journey. It took me forever. There's the, even still to this day, I miss things in chat and I tell people, I'm sorry, it's going to happen. Because one thing I listened to was Markiplier and Jacksepticeye. They were doing Power Wash Simulator. This is a very important video. I can give you the link if you you know want to uh, see that. Yeah. I recommend everyone to watch it. They were saying that at some point, if you do reach that success that everyone craves, you lose that one-on-one relationship with your community. And it's true. You can't keep up with that many eyes and ears and form that kind of relationship, you know? So if I'm like, you know, and then again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a part of it. They can't like, what is it? Like 3.4 million subscribers. You can't, it's impossible. So what do they do? They focus on their content that people enjoy and they keep doing what they love. They do like skim through like everything, you know, the comments and, you know, they, they still try to establish that connection, but it will never be the same because that is what success comes with. That is something that you have to understand is that when you are going through this journey, if you do reach that, which I hope, you know, you do, I hope that, you know, a lot of my friends do that you're not going to have that one-on-one type of relationship. You know, you might still have that small group. We all have this, that small group that does go to your Discord, that does want to interact with you on your voice channels. Like, that ends up being your small group of friends. It really does. Like, that's what happened with me. And, you know, over time, that might change. So, yeah, like, that's my story. I That's how this all began. You know, there was certain milestones, like, there's going to be moments that you hit a plateau, 
Those are the moments, instead of keeping that inside, talk to fellow streamers. We have a small group of streamers. We vent. It's behind closed doors, but we vent everything out. Maybe it was a hate raid you had. Maybe uh, you felt like that you just had a bad stream. We've all felt that way, you know? You have to get that out of you. You can't just bury everything inside. And I had to learn not to do that. You know, I was told not to do that, but you have to learn it. It's a learning process. Um, I'm sorry that that's how you got affiliate drawn, but I would just, like I said, like, you know, with hate raids, that's a horrible way to get affiliate. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, but at the same time, you did get affiliate. So what are you going to do with that? It's like, where do you go from here? You know, and I'm sorry that like, because a milestone, like hitting an affiliate, I feel like that's very overlooked because I want to dive into something that I, again, wasn't planning on talking about, but I feel like it should be said. Go ahead. If you, every streamer knows that you have channel analytics and it shows an average streamer mark. Okay, I want you to really think about this. If I stream for five hours and it says I have an average of three viewers, right? That means it's not just the same three people. That's people coming and going, right? That's three. That that's insane, though. Think about that. You kept that attention of three, like not just three people, but three different kinds of people. If that makes sense, you know, because ultimately it's going to fluctuate. People have their own lives to live and everything else. But like that is huge. That's huge. Like, you average three people for an entire month. That means that three or more people throughout your entire stream was there. Think about that. Think about that mentality. That is insane. That means there are three people or more that support you, that love what you do, even if they don't say one word in your chat. Hold on to that and do not be ungrateful for that i hear about it all the time you know that's why i hate the small streamer thing we was talking about earlier yeah you're literally you're literally giving your community the middle finger you're saying you're not good enough these people that are here right now are not good enough how dare you how dare you say that to them out of all the time we time is something we don't get back there's no refund how dare you say that that is wrong you are in the wrong you know, they gave their time. Maybe they give you even bits and subs and gifted subs because you made affiliate. And that's how you're going to treat your community. Those are the people I don't want to talk to and hang out with because that is just absolutely terrible. Those are, those are the people that look at the dollar sign and the numbers, and that's what consumes their life. They don't deserve success because they're trapped in their own, you know, world, you know, like, okay, like you just like go and tell the whole world on social media. I'm just a small streamer. Wow. Okay. If I saw that I was a part of the community, I would directly DM you and be like, what the fuck? Do I not? I mean, am I just another number to you? Is that what you're viewing me as? You know, it's like, here, here's the deal, man. Like I'm here for your success. I'm a part of your journey, but you saying that literally belittles your entire community. Congratulations. You piece of shit. That is terrible. Stop doing it. Stop. Literally, you're a part of the big pro. That is a huge. That's why I post on Twitter and I get out of there. I look at my friends' tweets that I enjoy. I follow the people I follow because, you know, people talk about how social media is toxic. Well, if you're following someone that's toxic, then what did you expect? 
you know, yeah, you have recommended, but you can choose. There's a button you can choose to not see it anymore. You're making the conscious decision to do that. Like you, like these people matter, you know, like it's not just about you, right? It's not like you might've started your channel. You might've started your journey, but don't belittle other people that support you. It doesn't matter how like many there is. It's the fact that someone's there. Even if it's just one person that's there. If one person believes in you, don't take, don't, don't overlook it. All it took was three people to believe in my channel. And that's how now, now I am where I am. And I still am not, you know, I'm never not grateful for that. You know, when you start your streams and someone says something in your chat, I remember, I remember I was there. It happened. And I'm still that way. It, when I press the go live button and I start streaming, if, when I see that first person in chat, I'm like, oh, and maybe, you know, maybe they're not the first person on stream, but like when you see it in chat, it's like they get all excited, you know, and then you get excited, you know, it's reciprocated on both ends. It's not just like, okay, viewer, streamer, you know what I mean? Like it's exciting for us as well. This is like, you're, this is behind the curtain that you're getting. This is what you wanted, right? If I'm not mistaken for this podcast, like you wanted behind the scenes, here's behind the scenes. I know people that have been doing this for 15 years. They are successful. They have created their brand. They are, you create fantastic content. I talk to them on a weekly basis. They are terrified still to press that button because you have no idea what's going to happen. Will it be a bad stream? Will it be a good stream? Will someone show up to my stream? You don't know. Holidays conflict with this, you know, throughout our year. Being a streamer, you have to understand that people have lives. They're not just going to be there for you. This is like TV, right? You know, if like there's other channels they can go to, you know, as, as horrible and as blunt as I'm saying that, it is true. So like why should, you know, the things to reflect on is why should someone go to your stream? What are you doing? That is different. What is your uniqueness? I can tell you right now, the mini drum set thing, that's me. I have traveled <laughs> across this platform. Haven't seen it yet. If it's out there, okay. Originality is very hard to come by nowadays. It's actually almost non-existent, which is also makes it hard being a content creator because sometimes you'll look at someone else's channel and it seems like really similar. And it's like, oh, you know, they're doing the thing. And then you have some people, again, like we talked about earlier, that straight up copy. They say what you're doing. They have, I've seen someone go so far and beyond. They, they literally took my name and like just added a number. And I was just like, okay. I was like, that's fine. You could be, and it like, it, I thought it was funny that they said Mad Viking King 2. Like they could have put a one, they could have put a 69. I was like, at least put some flair into it. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, I mean, like, have some fun. I guess. <laughs> I'm not promoting that you should do this, nor am I condoning that is the right thing to do. But I mean, it happens, you know. You're gonna have those days, and like, you need to accept, like, you know, it's gonna happen. Mad fucking Jeron. I like that. <laughs> What else but, yeah, I think that's, I don't know. I know, like I said, I know I'm covering a lot. I know I've said a lot. Um, Jedi King. Whatever, man. Like, I just, 
I don't know. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, go for it. I want this to kind of be like, you know, a round table. Anytime I hear a podcast, there's more than one person talking, even if they are the guests. So Listen. I want y'all's input on anything that I said that you may have something to, you know, say. Listen, your rant is something that is probably a fight I have in my head a couple times a day. Especially when it's coming up to either podcast day, stream, or the night that I decide I'm going to do a regular stream. It's like, what am I actually doing? Am I doing something that's going to bring people in? And then, I'm, and then it's like I'm fighting with myself saying, hey, you need to stop worrying about the numbers. Stop worrying about this because what am I actually doing this for? So I think I'm still fighting that in my head, trying to find, okay, Yes, I'm trying to do the podcast for certain things, but what about the streams? And then I start thinking, what if I just do it together? Or isn't there just one goal that I should be working towards? I don't know. That's at least where I am with it. As far as like the big names and the right. small, small time streamers, it's like, okay, I need. It's an eternal struggle. You you definitely shed some light on that that I need that yeah. as far as like stop worrying about that stop worrying about any of that you shouldn't have to you know and the thing is that you should be focusing on why you're doing it like you shouldn't be focusing on like the bigger picture until a certain point in your career you know it should be there in your mind but it shouldn't be your focus what we focus on. And what we like, what our drive is, that should be something that holds us in place and the people we surround ourselves with, like I was talking about. So, you know, I'm glad that it helped you. Um, and anybody else that, you know, listens to uh, this podcast, I hope that in some way, shape, or form, that you not only for streaming benefits, but also like life in general, that you, you know, because too much of one thing's bad. Like, you need to live your life. I can't tell you how many countless times that I said, and I feel, and this is one thing I do regret. I've said countless times to my family, I, I have to stream. I have not shown up to family events. I had, you know, when I should have canceled stream. So, I mean, you need to also have the mentality of like, Stop saying sorry for taking time off. Stop doing it. If someone doesn't understand, then okay, that's fine. You know, but you can't. The other thing is, is that we're not here. You know, it's not our due diligence to be like, always be that. Like, we can't always be there for someone that you need to accept that. You cannot help everyone. It's impossible. I've tried, and I literally it 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 just. Yeah. Hawk, Hawkeye. Yeah, there's an ad break right now. So oh, Jedi. I don't know if you want to. Oh, oh wait, Jedi. Wait, 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 wait. We can take a pause if you want. Jedi, thank you for the gift that subbed to Hawkeye. Oops, finger slipped. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Like we can, we can. Edit. Hawkeye can edit this part out. This is what I do when I'm editing videos. I'm like, edit, 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 edit. 
or like i'll like do like a sign thing like on my camera i'll be like and go because like it happens like every single time you know what you're about to go into is part of something that my buddy was just telling me literally yesterday tipsy cairo was talking about this yesterday with me oh and we're back okay do you want me to continue or go go right ahead go right ahead okay Sorry for the ad break, everybody. Thank you for the get the subs. Thank you for the tier one sub drawn. Much love. Thank you. MVK, your community is literally about to start a hype train for me. Yes. <laughs> Are they going to break me now? I don't know. I don't control what people do, man. <laughs> okay, go and in, go into your spiel. Go, do your thing. Jedi. I'm taking a I'm taking a break. Oh my. I'm definitely taking pause the podcast. Anonymous. Thank you for the five gifted. That Anonymous. Hundred bits. Guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> Thank Anonymous. you all. No. No. You guys do not have to do that. They know. <laughs> Thank you very much for everything. Nobody's got to do anything. Level three hype train. Thank you. Break his shell. That's it. <laughs> le le leave it at that, man. Nobody's got to do anything. You just, you just let it happen. You know, MVK. So let me go ahead and try to see if I can picture what you're trying to say. So no, 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 no. We're pausing the podcast. You're enjoying this. Uh, uh, uh. No, 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 no. You enjoy this. Tron, thank you for the two bits. We can. This can all be edited. Just enjoy it, man. This is the fruits of your labor, okay? Like, when, when, when things like that, this is exactly what I was talking about. Never break the shell. <laughs> Literally, like, apparently, you was talking about, you know, you was having these eternal questions, if you're doing the right thing and everything. Apparently, people are enjoying the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah, Clay will. This got, is your show. I'm in, uh, here's the thing. I'm in your house. Let me, let me throw some theory out there, all right? I'm in your house. This is your channel. I'm, me, Corn and Tipsy, we're along for the ride, brother. We're here for you. <laughs> I'm in your house. This is not the madhouse. This is, you know, it might be some community, you know, whatever. And they might be a part, whatever. But this is, well, this is like supporting your content. This is literally people saying, hey, we like the podcast. We love what Turtle's doing. Accept it. Be grateful and thank them. And if you've got to shed some tears, brother, I'll tell you right now, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> game may have brought us here, but we wouldn't contribute anything. Thank you very much for the kind words, John. You all are fucking great, from what I know. From the time I've spent in MVK streams. I may have said the wrong game earlier, but I do very much come over every now and again You're and have fine. a great time. Don't. You're fine, dude. Again, I know I'm the guest, but this is your house. I'm in your house. You're not in my house. I'm in your house. We're here, man. And we're not going anywhere. Like, that is the bottom line, okay? You're I literally, you. like, what you're doing. I love podcasts. All I did was I told my friends about it. I told the community in my Discord. I said, hey, this is happening. If you have time, great. If you don't, that's fine too. That's all I did. I just, I'm helping out a friend. This is, and yes, it, you know, you can call it networking. Yeah, it's helping out your channel. Okay, great. 
I want nothing but good things for my friends. Awesome. I don't want anything in return. Like, just, just keep being you, man, and don't change. Like, what people tell me, like, just... It's all good. Exactly. <laughs> like, people do things out of the kindness of their heart. No one has yeah, they to do, do yeah, anything. They do. You know, I could have, I, I, I didn't have to be here. We didn't have to do a podcast. You didn't have to start streaming. You know, like, it's something that just happens. And this is the good side of the internet. This is the, this is the, you know, this is the moments that you should cherish. Because it doesn't always happen, but when it does, those moments will get you through the hard times. I've like I and I'll personally say it. Like I felt like the last couple of streams I've done was not my best. I it was you know, but one of them was the other night, and I felt like I was gonna have a seizure. So yeah, it's okay. Bad stream. It happens. But guess what? My next stream. Who's to say that it just blows it out of the water? It's just, you know, good, bad, how you balance that. You can talk to people and the majority will listen. So to everybody in chat and everybody in this Discord call, thank you for being here. We're having fun. We're learning. And there we are. Boom. You just, you just covered both. That's content creating. Congratulations. Woo! You're providing information. You're entertaining. You know, <laughs> and, and all you in chat. Thank you. You're beautiful, beautiful, sexy human beings. I love all your faces. <laughs> uh -oh. That's all you're getting. Yes, we do. That was like the third uh -oh for the night. Ah, uh, well, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Third? So, yeah, there you go. Hype train success. And I really want you to focus on, like, you know, all this, like, hell yeah, got one of the gifts. Yeah, there you go. That beard, though. Mm. Ooh, ooh, to you too, bro. <laughs> but I want, you to, I want you to hear this again. I really want you to listen and take this to heart. MVK may have brought us here, but we wouldn't contribute anything if we didn't enjoy what you were putting out. One more time. Because this is, like, vital. You're hearing this not from me. You're hearing this from someone else, right? MVK may have promoted it. They did not have to show up. They did not have to contribute anything. But because they like what you're doing and they like your personality and they like the vibes here, bada bing, bada boom. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Scuba motherfucking bubbles with some cheese on it. All right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Day in the morning. Um, The other thing, like, what, cheese? I know. I know. I'm sorry, Tipsy. I cut the cheese. I couldn't help myself. I had to cut, I had to cut the cheese. I, I couldn't. Mac and cheese for Popeyes. Cheese on bubbles. Oh, Popeyes isn't even that good. It's Zaxby's. not. Zaxby's is where it's at. He's just, Zaxby's. He was like, mm -hmm. Office Depot kind of sucks. Let's just... He applied Well, okay, that's fair. Position at Popeyes. Oh my joke. god. And, and he got, got it? Oh, I loved it. You love to see it. You love to see it. Cheese on bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's gonna be the new thing. All right, someone can take that idea. I don't want any contribution. Just do it. Make it happen. Actually, don't do that. Don't mix chemicals with cheese, you weirdos. I'm fucking those, gamers. When I was a kid, they had those bubbles that you could blow and hold and stack them yeah! up. Yeah, yeah. But with like the oh. can cheese on. Dude, I remember doing that, like grabbing the whole can of cheese and just ah. My mom would uh, be like. She would say my full name, and you know when your mom says your full name, it's like, fuck. That's when you know you're getting the stick. No, not the belt. No, the stick. I love my mother. The stick. Okay? It was proper. It was, no, 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 no. Go out in the woods and choose a stick. And if you brought oh a small stick, then she got the paddle with the holes in it. And boy, oh boy, my ass still feels that burn. Yikers. Yikers. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, that happens. For yeah. me, it was uh, knees on rice. Oh, a lot. Damn, that's something you. That's not common though. That's like a. That's like, wow, interesting. The but suffix. Also, uh, Hawkeye, I'm so sorry for all the editing you have to do. <laughs> man. Knowing Hawkeye. Shout out to one way Hawkeye. Shout out to one way Hawkeye. You know, I actually I think Hawkeye will probably just leave it in for the laughs and the giggles. That's fair. You know what? That's fine. If you're still listening to the podcast, don't worry. We will be back on track at some point. But this is the chaos and mayhem that ensues in my brain. Since I am the guest they brought on, you can blame it all on me. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. You're the best around. Till Valhalla, scuba, motherfucking bubbles. Put it on a fucking label. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, MVK. That, that would make a really good birthday card for some reason. Like a thinking Let's of go. You, just like a Man, really we should make a birthday. Thinking of you I should write down some of these ideas. <laughs> oh my god, I swear. This is where Hallmark. content comes from. These random ass like convos. Like, I swear. I'll have them with my friends and be like, hey, is it okay if I. I always ask permission too. I'll be like, this is random. <laughs> Do you mind if I use it for my content? Because for some weird reason, it's just like trial and error. Like, yeah, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. You never know if it'll take off until you actually do it, you know? But to get a little bit back on track, I'm going to reel everybody in. Okay. <laughs> um, If y'all wanted to know what I cut out, just ask. No, you're fine, Hawkeye. You're amazing. You, know, you do you, boo-boo. You do you, boo-boo. If you think it's good, then you keep it. You know, right. MVK, I keep need I keep needing to try Zaxby's, by the way. Because the last Man, time... Zaxby's, they... we had that on base. Listen, the one time... Well, the last time we were going to go was when I was heading to... I think it was Williamsburg, Virginia, actually. I know that's up. Um, Yeah, we were going there on a family trip with me, my my wife, and... amazing. Very beautiful. Because we went to the amusement park close to there. Uh, Kings Dominion? Yeah. Yes? That's the one you're there. Yes. I think so. Possibly. I don't even know. And I live in the state, man. What does that say about me? <laughs> I mean, I know there's Bush Gardens, like, but that's like not even, yeah. I don't know. Huh. Brain. Oh, well. Bye-bye. I don't know Boom. what Steve Raven talking about. <laughs> yeah. Talking about Virginia. Zaxby's. My home, oh. my home state, you I'm know. I'm sure we have a Zaxby's close around. Our base had a Popeye's. There is a distillery in Williamsburg. That's amazing. I've been I think there. I was there. I think I was there. 
10 out of 10. I think also I in Virginia, there's a uh, brewery called uh, Devil's Backbone. Oh, that one's good. Yeah, I've been to that what brewery. I've traveled. Oh, man. Devil's Backbone has a assortment. It's a Virginia brew. Uh, they have like Devil's Backbone, Vienna, Vienna Lager. Um, shit, dude. I cannot go. There's so many different types. There was a couple good Vienna I- Lagers. What? Vienna yeah. Lager is my favorite. There was a couple, there was some good IPAs that I tried whenever I was on my honeymoon. We went to Cape May, New Jersey. Yeah, I'd only been to Jersey once. I can't really recall. It was for my uh, sister's wedding. Um, But I haven't really traveled. Like, I've traveled up and down the East Coast because um, one of my things that I do, because, like, you know, we talk about what we do on stream, but we don't talk about our personal lives, but... I like to keep some things private in the mystery because I think it's, I think it's funny as shit when people just guess like, so what does MVK do when he's not streaming and not editing and working on content? The world may never know. Just like how many li- uh, licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. A one, a two, a three. We need to see MVK in Texas. That, that, that would be interesting. That, would, uh, that might be interesting. I've always wanted to go as a civilian. Went there for training. But I've always, I have, so that's another thing I plan on doing is a cross-country trip. Uh, Next year is my focus on uh, traveling. I'm going to start with the East Coast and work my way around. Uh, I want to focus on, I'm going to PAX East. Uh, (laughs) I do plan on going to Twitch. I do plan on going on to TwitchCon as well. Um, because I know a bunch of my friends are going, and the main thing about TwitchCon, I think it's overrated. Uh, I'm not going for Twitch, it being a TwitchCon, which is weird, I know, but like a bunch of my friends are going and I want to meet them. And like that, that you know, I've talked to a lot of people that have gone to those, and I asked, and I got the same almost the same answer for everybody yes, it is a place where you can promote your channel and how you do it properly and have business cards or. The weird, the cool, new cool thing is uh, QR codes. I figured out, you know, a streamer did that that I follow, and he like just gave it to everybody. Said, "Hey, just put a QR code on your phone as your lock screen, and then like they get all your socials from the QR code." I'm like, "That's smart as shit," but he thought about it. No one else did, and then everybody started doing it apparently. But the biggest thing about TwitchCon was actually meeting people and meeting new people, and then like, then you like, oh, hey, doesn't matter. You're partnered. I'm affiliate. That there's no status. You're just people, and you get along with them, and that you know you create those memories, take some pictures, and do some dumb shit. I know I'm going to. I, I'm I'm not the same person I am all online, offline. Tipsy can tell you in community game. I, you know anybody that comes to Discord, like I'm the, I'm the same. I'm the same. You know, bearded, blue haired Papa Smurf. You're gonna get. <laughs> um, you know that that'll, that'll never change. I'll always be me. I I love I love just you know doing the things. I guess like people say. But um, you mentioned that you'd only been to Texas for training, and it it made me think. I wanted to ask only because I've heard horrible things about it. Did you ever do any training in Fort Polk? Yes, unfortunately, unfortunately. Fort Polk is pro- <laughs> Fort Polk, and anybody that served will say that is the worst duty station. There's a reason they call it Fort Puke. Fort Polk was like, we spent way longer there than we should have. And like, it was just miserable. There was nothing great because you have to go through pre-deployment training when you are deploying somewhere. And 
you know, you got to go, you had you hit Texas, Louisiana and Colorado, Fort Carson. You're, you're basically graded and like, it's either, okay, you guys are ready for deployment or you're not, you know? So yeah, I, I got to visit all these places, but then it's like, I never really got to experience it as a, as a vet, as a civilian, like from the civilian point of view. And with Texas, oh, dude, Texas parties. I hear nothing but good things about it. And I love Nashville. Uh, I got to go there for Jacksepticeye's tour. Uh, how do we get here? And I got to uh, do that. And Nashville, the kindest people. Everybody, you know, a lot of people thank me for my service. I didn't even tell them I was in. Apparently, veterans have this, like, aura, you know, the way we act and talk and posture and I don't know, like, that's just how it came because a guy came up to me and he just randomly asked, I think I might have been wearing my dog tags. Might have sold the chain. I don't know. I don't know how that went. But that's where I met, like, uh, uh, at a bar. Apparently, it was a famous bar. I did not know that. I didn't do my research. I got there. I was tired and I wanted a beer. I had six hours to spend. I'm like, crap, what am I going to do? I was like, I'll just go adventure. And I did. I had, I had the time of my life. I went door of the Explorer on Nashville. And everybody was happy. There was no grieving. There was no, like, people, like, not, you know what I mean? It was nice. It reminded me of the 50s. Like, there was no quarrels. Like, everyone was just cool. So I would love to revisit Nashville. Um, but to come back to topic, I know that I completely side-skirted over there. Um, we were talking about... Um, when it came to, you know, you can't please everybody. You can't be a people pleaser. Uh, you're, you, you will fail. There are some people you cannot help in this world. You, you know, and a job as a streamer, right? I made it my mission to have reference links that my mods send out. So if someone comes in the chat and, you know, you had a very traumatizing experience, number one, please remember that you are in a public chat and your situational awareness, what you say can affect someone. So don't just think, you know, don't just think of that. And like, it's hard to do that sometimes. So what I do is I tell my mods, I'm like, hey, delete the message. There's a time and place for everything. We send them reference links to online therapy, you know, people that are trained to deal with that. We are streamers. We are not therapists. Some streamers are. I've actually come across doctor streamers that give medical advice and, you know, lawyers and, there's a, there's a whole bunch. They're out there. It's a thing, apparently. I don't really go to those streams because it doesn't, you know, drive me and doesn't really, not my kind of, you know, spill. But they do that, you know? Go to them. We're not, we're not trained professionals. We're gamers, man. Like, you know, like, I can give you life advice. I can, which I don't mind doing. But, like, when you, like, spill out everything into Twitch, we're here to have fun. At least in my channel, it is a safe place where, like, you can be yourself. You can, and people can attest to this that are actually in this podcast, right? Like, it is a place where you can be yourself, but there's a time and place for everything. If you want to talk to me on the side, I will get back to your DMs when I can, right? When I can. Don't DM me on stream because then I have to focus all my attention from everybody else, which is unfair for everybody else, right? So I'm really emphasizing we're not trained therapists. Some people are, but they put that in their titles and their tags. So 
abide by that and abide by chat rules if you're new to twitch i've had to educate that i don't mind educating it i've had it happen a couple of times in my career where people come in and they say something they'll self-promote they'll be like hey come check out my channel right so you as a streamer have a couple options am i going to automatically ban this person or am i going to delete the message and explain to them and teach them I feel like I feel like a lot of people will just automatically ban someone and they're just going to go to another chat and do the same thing. I learned this from my good friend, uh, the reluctant hermit. If you turn that around, you can't like now there's some people that will just straight up do it because they want to self promote and they're just looking for their own personal gain. That is a thing. But you don't know that you can't determine a situation like that. That's that gray area that no one likes talking about. Right. You know, it's like, why did I get banned? You know why you got banned. Don't tell, like, if you get banned on my channel, it's so hard to get banned on my channel. I have made it literally, like, on rules. I used to have, like, a set of rules, like, a whole list of them, probably, like, 20 rules. I narrowed it down to three. The biggest one, don't be a dick. It's too easy. Be a decent human being. If you just straight up go into someone's chat and you just start, like, blasting, like, going full blast, you're going to get banned. You're asking for it. But I don't mind educating on the side. I used to like, what I used to do was troll the trollers. Some people could do that. Is it right or wrong? I leave that up to you. Right? I don't do that anymore because I, I see that as, you know, I'm playing with fire. Two wrongs don't make a right. So if someone comes in and they say something, I can either A, straight up ban them, or B, maybe I can learn do it as a learning experience because who's to say you know like remember like growing up in school 90 percent of the time like your bully had problems at home but he never talked about it and he just took it out on everybody else because he was projecting guess what same thing happens on twitch same thing happens on youtube same thing happens on the internet people project they use that they use the internet as their you know crutch as they're like hey you know i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna say these things and they don't really think how it's going to affect other people so it's how you handle a situation you know like you really need to like have something in set in stone for that so that's why i also like you know want to bring up the i feel like i'm talking too much no you're good oh ah, there's so you're many teaching. things you're teaching there's so many there's so many things my friends you're teaching uh, you're fine stop saying sorry Okay, I do need it. I, I've gotten better. I used to say it way more. I used to say it way more, and I used to apologize for things that I know sh nobody should apologize for. Uh, I'm still working on that, but I'm a lot better than when I used to be because almost every sentence that came out of my mouth was sorry. So I'm a lot better than what I used to be. Also, Hawkeye, I will definitely do that for you. Um, I don't mind doing that at all. Uh, that's a struggle that I find. John John says in Twitch chat that uh, that's a struggle I find sometimes. Sometimes I want to relate to a streamer thing, but then it would be self promoting. But I will always use um I will always use the you know <laughs> John Hatter. Wait. I like that. I like that. E oh that yeah, e because I want uh, yeah I wanted a laughing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, the laughing emote, like, you know, like, sort of brush it off as a joke, you know? Like, again, how you go about it. Emotes is a great way to express yourself. 
you know that's why people like make certain emotes on their twitch is that it's a form of expression don't do what everyone else is doing again with that you don't need a hype emote you don't need like do things based off of you we have on my channel a saxophone emote i love the instrument saxophone i used to be in band for those of you listening in and maybe don't maybe you don't know this i used to be in band i played a bunch of different instruments one of the instruments that i could never play is a mouthpiece that had a reed on it for the life of me i could not do it couldn't do it so i was a trumpet i played trumpet yep i was in band at sixth grade did it all the way to high school then joined jrtc and that's when the army kind of kicked in with that but yeah saxophone i love it so we made a saxophone emote you know i started on trumpet but i moved to chimbone in high school tuba see my fellow band geeks crash children i just play Brass children i just play the bass and drums see and that's amazing you know and that's something you could implement if you wanted to or you could use that to like as your own hobby because that's another thing that a lot of people think of like especially me i think of everything as content right but I need to stop myself sometimes. Like today, I played games and I made everything go offline because I'm I didn't want my DMs blowing up. I wanted my me time. So the games I played off stream, I wouldn't play on stream. I made time for myself. Make time for yourself. Play bass guitar for a little bit. Never got good at it though. Nah, practice, man. That's all it is. And if you still want to pursue that as well. But yeah, the I would say like as a basis from all this, make goals that are accomplishable. Like don't don't make impossible goals, right? Don't set yourself up for failure. Uh, number one, number two, communication. Get better at communicating. Use different words. Like try to expand your vocabulary. You'll get more comfortable every time you press that go live button. Consider that as a learning experience. I'm I'm still learning and I've been doing this for years. Still learning. You're always going to be learning. The minute that you say that you know it like you got it and you know it, you know, whatever, you you don't. No one truly no one on this planet truly knows everything. Right? Everybody has their own input, their own opinion about something. I I think like that brings me to my other is controversy. I shit you not. I talked about ice cream for 3 hours on stream. It started off with, I don't like chocolate chip mint ice cream. I think it's disgusting. I think that mint should only be in toothpaste and gum. But that's just my opinion. Guess what? We talked about German ice cream. We talked about like everything. You name it. We talked about it for hours on end. Hours on end. Like controversy is the greatest thing in society. If we were all the same, we all like the same things. Oh my God, it'd be so dull and boring. If we didn't have our own mind of thinking and like everybody just thought the same, oh, could you? Um, bleh, bleh. It's like some Skynet yeah. shit. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think actually in the same conversation, conversation tipsy that I was having with Cairo yesterday about like, ha like the taking time for yourself thing uh, you were talking about before MVK. I think I was also told about, um, we were talking about WWE, like we were, we're, me and him are both fans, and we were talking about how um, Triple H taking over is like a really, really good thing and whatnot, and he brought up, well, 
that if one of the greatest things that Vince McMahon ever said was he likes to stay and he likes to stay with one way when he's running things, but other people come in and want to change things. Well, right now we're doing things my way and we're going to do it um, because uh, I like this type of ice cream. But whenever someone else takes control, they might like a different flavor. And so things will look a little bit differently on, on the show. And I was just like, so now what you're going to say, I'm like, okay, I can completely see a lot more of what he was trying to say with that. Yeah. It's okay to disagree. That's what spurs topics and people wanting to talk, you know, like if I said, uh, like if I said something, Oh God, this isn't true to anybody that's listening to this podcast. If I said, I didn't like dogs or I didn't like music. That's just, I, I don't like, like, yeah, you, you said something though. You just, you <laughs> could not resist that human urge of wanting to, to to put something out into the world saying, hey, I know I, but, but dogs like you have something to say about it, right? That strikes up a conversation. And it's so it, you don't have to think about this. I used to make it on stream. I planned it. This is something you can't plan for. It's something that happens. This is how you can utilize chat to your benefit to like there's times where I'm streaming. I run out of things to say someone in chat can literally like say one topic boom there's two hours <laughs> two hours i can talk about like i could talk about the dump i could talk about like i don't know like uh like a bottle this 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 bottle of water uh, for those of you listening you can't see it but i'm holding a bottle of water right it's empty i'm going to i i love to show how it's made i could talk about that for hours i love you know like you you have to you have to really think on the spot man you know and it's okay. Like Corn was talking about um, how you always have to keep talking. I disagree. If I'm playing, like, let's say, you know, for me, I'll use myself as an example because I don't want to use anybody else because I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. I do adjust chatting in the beginning of my streams. We focus on that. I focus on the community, but at the same time, I know that they're enjoying the game series I'm playing. So I'll dive into that, right? If something's happening, like a cutscene, I won't say anything. Even if like chat's saying something, you don't have to immediately say something. They understand that y'all were doing stuff, you know, like we're doing a podcast right now. People are talking in Twitch chat, you know, we'll get to it when we are able to, right? You don't want to miss anything. You don't want them to feel like, oh, well, they don't care about what I typed in, right? And then that reflects on them. You, but you have no control over that, right? So this goes back into saying like, you know, I would like this, but you have no control of what's going to happen. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know what's going to happen in life. It's just going to happen regardless. You have no control over it. You can promote your brand. You can promote your business, but you cannot control people coming to your stream and watching your content. The people that do show up are the people that do know you, or maybe they've met you for the first time because they were browsing through the internet. That's how you get found. You know, you put yourself out there, you know, you have this, you know, Spotify, you have this podcast going and everything else, right? You know, you're putting it out there, you know, who's to say that one podcast just slaps, it just hits. And then, and then you start getting DMs. There's that 2% luck we was talking about. It, it, that is what people strive for, you know, like, yeah, one of my videos on YouTube hit. And again, I'm not gloating. I'm, I have to use this as an example because it's very important. One video on YouTube 
that made over 7,000 views. It blew my mind, right? But guess what? It, it, the other videos gained no traction from it. You know, I hit the algorithm on some YouTube shorts and everything, but that didn't change my life forever. That didn't immediately, like, put me at the top. I still have to edit. I still have to upload. I still had to put it out there. Because it, you know, it, it gets lost. It gets lost in, like, the feed. You know, there's so many things on the internet. You're just one. You know, you're that one person. You're that one, you know, everyone's battling it out, as people like to put it. And like saying, oh, hey, check out this person. Oh, hey, check out this person. You know? It doesn't have to be that way, though. It doesn't have to be. It could be as chill as this right here. You know? It's all about how you go about things at the end of the day. So like I was saying, communication, set up your goals that are realistic goals, and be yourself. If you're going to take anything from this podcast, those. Communication. Communicate with your community. Communicate with your mods. They're not Mods are not there just to ban people and do commands. Mods are there to, yes, protect the community. I've talked to my mods about this. But they can also be there to inspire ideas for your chat because they know they're in the streams. Mods is a volunteer job, but once you once once you become a mod, you're like dedicated. Like you're dead, you're you're you you you're telling the streamer, I'm gonna sacrifice my time to support what you're doing. But communicate what you want to happen. You know, I see it all the time of like people being like, I wish my mods were like that. You know, well, they can be communicate to them. That's what I started doing. That's why we have like mod meetings and stuff because we like to keep things interesting. Sometimes we have to go over some things that happened on stream that we don't like talking about, do the serious stuff, but then we get to do the fun stuff. Hey, I think it'd be great to see Viking in a Nico made outfit for 4,000 followers celebration. Well, guess what? It's on the internet. You can find it on YouTube, on my YouTube shorts. It's on a clip. And they shared that clip with multiple servers. So yes, me in a pink dress with furry ears and that have bells on them are on the internet. Oh. That is a turtle. I like that. Like, you, and, and, you know, like, you don't need a reason to celebrate, man. You can celebrate anytime you want. But proper planning. You know, proper posting, proper promoting. You know, a website that I'm going to throw out uh, in this podcast, Canva. Please. Please utilize Canva. If you are a content creator, Canva is amazing. It is the, like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, to create thumbnails for your YouTube. You can even make videos and all of it. They do have a premium version to pay for. But guess what? You don't even need that. You can do it for free. If you need to make some thumbnails, if you want to make a post, they actually have it set up on their resolutions for Twitter post. Hermit uses it. And I use it. You, if you know the Reluctant Hermit and you've ever seen his Twitter post, that's what they are. He uses Canva like me. It's no big secret. But not everybody might know about it. So go to Canva. Check that out. I'm not sponsored by them. They did not pay me to tell you that. I'm just trying to help out anybody that needs it. Another website would be Join Combo. Join Combo is a great way to add subtitles if you want to do that and edit some Twitch clips. They already have your clips from your stream as soon as you get done streaming. You sign into it and then boom. 
you just post that and they actually have the youtube tiktok and links down below so you can click on it it'll straight upload to it i like to download it because i like to add certain captions and tags to mine so that it can be recognized tags are amazing definitely utilize tags you know this is kind of like the promoting part of your brand that of the podcast i kind of like turning the tables on is that you know if you're trying to get it out there you can but you have to put the work in don't just like be lazy if you're gonna be lazy like it's not gonna nothing's gonna happen you have to do the work behind it you know if you want to make something happen like this podcast look at this scene all right and obs you know for the, those of you that are listening you can't see it but there are scenes that you make and this podcast on twitch you can go again the twitch.tv forward slash turtle graveyard and you can look at the vod he made a scene with four different distinct cameras with Naruto headbands, which is amazing. That is unique to him. Naruto is amazing. If you don't think so, well, that's cool too. But it has all of our names and at the top it says, believe it, you know? So like, that's a scene that is unique. That is something he created. Put the work in. You did that. You took time out of your day to do that. Paid for, so, but, paid for, but yeah. Yeah, but you still implemented it into OBS. Yeah, you know, yes. You're not you're trust me when I say I like making things from scrap because I like to I like to go the extra mile. Not everybody has that time. That's another thing to consider. I know that there are single parents that stream. God bless you. I want to say that to any of the listeners, you know, whether it's on Twitch or the podcast, you know. Uh I I single parents that stream and still have to do like their own things, that is incredible. I literally like the only reason I'm in my position is because I'm a disabled veteran and that is it. That's why I'm a full-time streamer. I could work whenever I want. I do set a certain schedule for time management as everybody should, because if you do something too much, you're just going to get burnt out. You're not going to be happy and you're not going to enjoy it anymore. It loses its flavor. As people say, you know, like another thing we didn't go over, like what has kept me streaming, right? Like, would you you want to go over that? Or I don't know. This is your this is your shindig. I don't want to take what, over. What, what, what was it? What was it? What has kept me streaming? What is like? Why have I just continued to do it for three and a half years? Yeah, yeah. Actually, do you do, do you want to go go, go, uh, again, go for it? Like, I, I'm not I would to actually take over. I would actually okay. like to know. Here's the big secret. All right. So you be, you know you better sit down for this one, all right. The thing that has kept me going for three and a half years is that I've hit milestones. I have hit milestones. If if there was like even if there wasn't game from it, I would still do it. This is my outlet. I will continue to stream. I will continue to make content till I am six feet under. I love it. Think about think about this. If you don't know what OBS is, it is an open broadcasting software that they use on multiple programs. Some of these programs include NFL, the news you watch, and other sports channels, right? They utilize this, okay? All those fancy transitions, the names showing up of the players, same thing, right? You could create anything, okay? I made a swamp on my stream saying get out of my swamp because there's a Shrek-like meme song that I think is fucking hilarious. Like... You could create anything. 
like anything man so if you love anime like for me i love naruto i could literally make it to where like i do a substitution jutsu and i could change into like a vtuber or like i could do like one of me doing a naruto run and record it like me running outside and everyone's staring at me like what the hell is this guy doing because i live in the country and that's probably what they would say <laughs> like you could just you could do whatever that's amazing it blows you, you like you can create it out of scrap with some tutorials you know if you want to hit me up you know if i got some free time whatever i love doing that stuff man like you i might can actually create nothing i might actually hit you up on that because we might have to talk about somehow making a sexy jutsu i'm okay with that see like it's things like that yeah man i'm down for it <laughs> Like I, I just like, and that's what I think is amazing. You can create something out of nothing. Like it could, and it could blow up. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. You improve on it, and then you learn more. Like, like, like I get so excited. I get so excited about this. Like teaching people about OBS, about things they never like. They're like, wait a minute, that's been there. That's a thing. And I'm like, yes, isn't that awesome? Like I, I get so like like the new things like plugins and 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 things you can like create like I just, it, it literally is just a burning desire inside because I'm like oh my god I love to do this at one point I thought about promoting building starting soon for people and like maybe do that as a side gig you know maybe do commission work and then you know if I've known you for a while and you can't do the commission then I'll just do it for free and but the only thing I'll ask is like don't get recognized for it. You know, like I've helped um, over 150 streamers in my time of streaming on OBS. And I asked them not to give me credit. They will all, their names are anonymous because uh, I don't want that. I don't. I don't want people to be like, oh, yeah, you see all this cool stuff. Go check out MVK. Like, no, it's, it's their content. They wanted that. They just needed some help. I, I just wanted to help them. I don't need that acknowledgement. Like, I just wanted to it's it's like that expression you give with your right hand and then you receive with your left meaning that you know people you know will be generous you receive with your left but then you use that to pay it forward and you give with your right hand so they don't really know it's you like i go in my friend's streams and like sometimes you know like if if i am able to i'll maybe we'll give some subs or something or you know whatever 90% of the time I'll go anonymous because I don't want them to know that I did it. Like, I don't need that. You know, I just wanted to help them out. You know, that's why that option's there is the, you know, some people don't want to be recognized. You know, some people don't want that acknowledgement and that's perfectly okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with being that one person in the back of the room that you see someone that you absolutely you you just really enjoy their company and they just they just want to see like the journey and i love that you know when it comes to lurkers like they get to see it all you know and i i had one person recently um about 2 or 3 months ago reach out to me and said you don't know who i am you don't know this is a random message but i i have to tell you this i've been following your channel for about two and a half years i have never said anything in your chat 
I have been trying to do this for a while, messaging you this, but I was too nervous to do so. Please continue what you're doing. This journey has been incredible. I love your face. That was it. That also keeps me going on my drive. When people say things that you just out of the blue or their first time in chat, you know, like it could be like, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. That pushes me to go further. If it wasn't for my community, I don't, I don't know. I know we all say it because it's true. It is true. Every single content creator, every single subscriber, every single follower, everybody that goes to our streams, our, you know, watches our VODs, watches our YouTube VODs, whatever the case may be, TikToks, whatever. That recognition is there because of the people that got us there. And uh, the first stream of yours that I tuned into, uh, I was very drunk and I remember confusing the hell out of you because I said, I really like the vibe in here. I can't wait to never not subscribe. Oh my gosh, yeah, that is <laughs> <laughs> the double negative and you were like Oh yeah, yeah, like that really got me. And I thought I think that's when like when I saw your name, I'm like, oh, a tipsy rat. Chat, we got a drunk rat in the tavern. Um, I don't know what's happening, but welcome on in. I, I just we got cheese. I can give you some cheese and if you just want to, you know, keep on drinking, you know, we got me now, fuck it, you know, and I said skull, you know, because I love, uh, I love Norse mythology. Um, I do remember that. That was the, the first, I think that that's also great is the first interaction with people. Um, that, that, and that's, a, that's something to really take from this funny and like sort of serious. Um, first impressions are huge you get five seconds right someone comes in your channel they might watch the ad or they might go to another channel right but let's say there's no ad you got five seconds the brain literally it's been proven like not just with twitch and just like with tv our brains if it something does not capture our attention within three to five seconds that span that first impression is everything so that's why you will always hear even if you don't think someone's not watching your stream you know, like that's probably why no one's staying is because you're doing like the I call this the uh <clears throat> sorry if you're listening, you're not gonna be able to see me do this. I'm gonna zoom into my face and I'm gonna look like a zombie. I call this the zombie streamer. Okay, guys. Um welcome on in. Um oh, oh thanks for the follow. I'm just gonna just playing games. Oh, yeah. I'm just stream for like four hours. Okay, that's cool. Um, like, I don't know how the hell, like, someone, I, I don't know, man. I get really pumped about, like, like if someone comes into my chat, I fucking, I, I, I go all out. Tipsy was tipsy when tipsy was tipsy. Tipsy Rat was a little bit tipsy in the tavern, and like I get excited because it is exciting. Someone found my channel, someone decided to follow it, someone decided to stay, and it excites the shit out of me. It should excite everybody. Like, holy shit, 
There's a human. I'm not alone. Thank you. Thank you. A repulse. A pause. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Stay. Please. We have mead. We have ale. I'm a funny man. I have blue hair. I have a beard. You want me to, you want me to do it? Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, just stay. All right. I love your face. Don't go anywhere. You mean the world to me, please. I'm all I'm I'm so will we. So will we. <laughs> it's very melodramatic, um, but you know, I don't I don't do that. Like now people are like, oh, I'm not going to his stream. This guy's a fucking weirdos. This guy like, what the fuck? No, you go to my stream. I guarantee you, you come into my chat, you will get the fucking best welcoming you've ever fucking received. I guarantee you, you will have a time of your life. That's not just my channel points. That's like with so much more than that. I, I guarantee, I guarantee it. Like that's, you should get excited for that shit because they don't owe you shit. That is a new human being. All right. That's someone else that gets to join in with the mayhem and we get to mode them. Yes. Ooh. A new heathen? Oh, baby. You don't know what you signed up for. Oh, you done and you done fucked up. Oh, yes. We'll mold you. You'll go on multiple pillages. You know what I say? Should I, should I do a thing? Should I do the thing? Should I do my catchphrase? You want to know, like, here, all right, here's, a, here's the average Twitch follow. Oh, thanks for that follow. Ooh, woo. Right? Right? Me? Oh, fuck no. Uh, 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 oh, no. Oh, no. You come to my channel and support me? Oh, I fucking... Yo! Thank you so much for that follow. You are the best around. Nobody's ever gonna let you down, especially me. Scuba motherfucking bubbles. Tell Valhalla! Thank you so much for that follow. Welcome to the madhouse. Welcome to the family. I love your face. You are now a certified heathen to go raiding, pillaging, and adventuring on with us. So, go to the tavern, all right? Make a friend. It's also our Discord, exclamation mark Discord, all right? Grab a steak and shake with some fries on the side, all right? Hot dogs. We have all the food and assortments you ever want. Make some new friends. Thank you so much for being here, my fellow heathen. All that. Don't ask. Like, I've extended that saying over the years. It, well, it started as you are the best around. No one's ever going to let you down. That was it. And then I kind of just, like, kept adding. And then adding and adding, and I've said it like over 4,000 times, and people are like, how do you remember that? I'm like, you say something 4,000 times, you're going to fucking remember it, bud. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of you are the best around. God dang. <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where I'm at right now. I don't know. It's gone. Brain, again, gone. Exit left stage, please. <laughs> Excuse me, podcast listeners. It looks like MVK has actually broke the host's brain. So please stand by and uh, wait for this uh, brief intermission as we are trying to reestablish connection to his brain. I say again, thank you for being here. and. Scuba with the fucking bubbles. I'm gonna make you break <laughs> out the uh, automated phone voice. You should. Absolutely. This is the perfect time to jump in. You shouldn't even ask. You should have just done it. Just go ahead. Lay one, lay one on us. It looks like Turtle is broken at the moment. 
please leave a message or stick by. That's <laughs> 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 your elevator music. <laughs> and that's what I'm here for. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, like, and that's another thing. Like, be your goofy self, man. <laughs> like, I know it's hard for, trust me, I, it took years for me to get out of my shell. You know, uh, I call it the no pun uh, stick out of the ass. I call it the stick out of the ass method, right? I had a stick so shoved up my ass <laughs> that, like, I was just like, Hur! Hello there. How you doing? I'm in my stream. You doing all right? Okay, good, good, good. I'm a little nervous, sorry. I'm sweating. I'm just... You talked about the stick up your ass, and I only remembered what we talked about last night. Well, you rocket. say it like that. You say that, and then people are gonna ask, and then now I gotta like go. Okay. Okay. Now people are gonna be like, "What cool. do? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I shot a bottle rocket out of my ass when I was younger because I because everybody was like a cult with their iPhones up north when I visited my cousins, and I a said, cult. "Fuck this." Yeah, that's what it looks like. They're all doing this. They're like, Twitter. This is what it sounded like. It was just like clicking, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a fucking aneurysm. Like, can we stop? All right. Like, we're like, it's a beautiful day outside, and you guys are on your phones, and I'm sitting over here with a damn track phone while these guys that have computers in their hands. Okay. All right. Like, what the fuck, man? So I was like, you know what? You got any fireworks? <laughs> yeah. Fireworks. I, I'm like, they're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm the redneck hillbilly from Virginia. Let's blow shit up. And they're like, well, the only way we're going to do this if, like, I don't know. And then someone, like, one of our friends was like, you stick a bottle rocket up your ass. You won't. No balls. And back then, if a man was told no balls, you called him a chicken. I'm like Marty McFly on that shit. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I did. Oh, you damn right. And, I, and you know what? I have no regrets. I'm glad I did. So there you go. Story time. Story time. Story time. With MVK. There you go. <laughs> Corn's over here, like, trying, like, his best to just fathom, like, what the hell was just said. Do you have any input, Corn? Uh, I mean, most of you guys' points have been pretty good. I'm just, I'm starting to get into the. I've been up for a long time today. If you need to go sleepy, sleepy. If you need to go sleepy, sleepy, my dude, take care of yourself. Oh, I'd say it's probably gonna happen in the next ten or fifteen minutes. Roger that. We've been going for. A very long three time. hours, three hours and thirty-two minutes on the docket. Woo! <laughs> MVK, Ooh, we, got, we we got to talk Naruto at least one time on this on this podcast. Oh, it's happening! Now we get to the fun stuff. All right. Yeah, yeah like we were talking about the, the streaming. We were talking about the streaming stuff of the podcast. So for our listeners, uh, this next portion is going to be what I like to call bearding and bantering. Beard and bantering. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, grab a snack, grab a friend, and enjoy this fucked up journey we're about to go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. What do you got? Would you talk, have changed? Talk anime to me. Would you have changed how anything about it? How, especially how it ended. I can't. 
I don't. That's non-disclosed information. There's people that still haven't seen Naruto. I can't okay. say. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was a short anime talk. Damn. Oh no. damn. <laughs> Is there anything I would change? No, it was a solid story. I actually got into Naruto when I got into anime when I was in the army. Okay. It was when I was getting out. Uh, that's when like I, the anime was there growing up. Yes, I watched Dragon Ball Z, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, um, you know, Inuyasha, like Adult Swim days, like the OG, like episodes were coming out. But as, a, as when I was as a kid, I didn't understand. You know, my friends were really in big Naruto when it was they was just releasing the episodes. But as much as I wanted to get into it, I wasn't gonna force myself to be attracted by something that I'm not. You know, like the video games. Like I'd go to my buddy's house, I'd play it. I'm like. This is kind of weird. Like, I'm just trying to like, I just tried to fit in, if I'm being honest. And my brothers, they would watch, you know, uh, Inuyasha, Full Metal Alchemist, like all these shows. And they're and and now, yeah, I've seen them. They're fucking awesome. I love them. I love anime. But it, it, I had to wait till. I'm glad I waited till I was older because I feel like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have uh, really truly appreciated the value. And the amount of work that went into it, the storylines. Uh, on a side note and on a personal note, Naruto, the show, saved my life in uh, more than one way. Uh, there's a lot of life lessons in the show. Um, I watch it once a year. I've seen Naruto and Shippuden, which is over 750 episodes. 720. Uh, 720. 720. 720. Thank you. Sorry, brain. Ooh. Wow, it's really kicking off. Oh. Um, I've seen it uh, 19 times, including fillers. I watch it once a year because it, that's how much it impacted my life. I feel like everyone's got their one show that they always go back to. And I, everyone does. No one can tell me otherwise. I know it to be true because I had this discussion with my community and everybody was talking about like, yeah, I go back to this show when, you know, they get, they catch up on, you know, whether it's house of dragons or Andor or like all these new shows that like have been airing and just coming out, they'll finish it. And then they revert back to what they, you know, always had like noise in the background. That's me. For me, it's Naruto. Like I could have that on the background and I already know what's going to happen. You know, like House MD, that's another show that I've, you know, really enjoy. I could always go back and watch that. Criminal Minds, something me and my grandmother, uh, me and my nanny uh, used to watch all the time. Um, everyone has that, you know, like what's your favorite oh, show, yeah. Corn? That's funny you brought up Inuyasha. It's probably one of that or the original Full Men of Alchemist was one of the two big animes that like really peaked it for me. Yeah, is that Full Metal Alchemist, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you like dogs? Hmm. I know. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Is, stop. I won't. I won't. I won't give any spoilers on Full Metal Alchemist, but I'm just gonna leave it at that. Oh yeah, it's very sad. Boy, oh boy, that show oh, is not you do faint of heart. Big brother. Yeah, oh god. <laughs> the emotion. I think anime is just... God, dude, anime is like... It, the thing about it is like, you know, yeah, we love the storyline and everything, but there's so many life lessons. There are oh, so yeah. many life lessons. Like everyone just sees it like, oh, you're just a wave, and I don't, that's cool if you don't understand. It. I didn't understand anime for the longest time. I know friends of mine that are in their forties that are just getting into anime, you know. So like, even though we want to talk about it, and we're like, oh, it's been out for X amount of time, 
I know people that have just seen Black Cauldron for the first time. Or like for me, Titan AE. Okay. Just watched it the first time last year. Never seen it before. It was like a huge development. You know, some people haven't seen Treasure Planet. You can't automatically assume based on a time and how long it's been out. You know, we was talking about that the other night, actually, with Titan AE. And someone told me, they're like, I, you know, instead of like making fun of someone, think about how it's still alive. After 22 years of like, it's been out and people are still getting that initial first reaction. Like, yeah. because that's what movies are. That's what games are. That's what everything is. That's a library. History, my friends. Like, that's insane that we have the technology to go all the way back and like we we get to find those hidden gems. My thing what I like to do on my personal time, I like to go on Steam, find small indie games. Those underrated, those hidden gems. One of them was uh Edith Finch. What remains of Edith Finch? Um I I do want to put a trigger label on that one. There are some sensitive topics that it talks about, but it's one of those things that I think I love those games that correlate with our lives. Life is Strange is one of my favorites. Um, I played all of them. I love the Life is Strange series. I'm still working on True Colors. I stopped it because it's Halloween. It's the month of October. And I only focus on horror games, which I hate because I, I just I, oh. I love the stories behind horror games, but I hate the jump scares. I hate getting scared, man. I get that. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. But they're good stories. I see why there's such a huge fan base on that genre. Because psychological thrillers, that would be one of my favorite. Like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I enjoyed it. I hate horror films. But Freddy Krueger <laughs> is like probably one of my favorites now. And I'm like, oh my God, like oh my old self would be like, what are you doing, man? You're turning over to the dark side. Like, it's weird. It's it's like a trend, like, and I've gotten better. Like I played Mortuary Assistant. That game is scary as shit. And I got through it. And I did all the endings. Like, old me? Fuck no. No. I just went to that amusement park yesterday. Dressed as Freddy. No shot. That's amazing. Um, also, on a side note, I'm not sure how long you want to do the podcast for. I leave that discretion up to you. Oh, I'm good. Uh, I'm good for a little bit longer. Um, so, MVK, you were just talking oh. about anime things. I So, right after I got back from my honeymoon last year, my but I, was, I looked at my buddy. I was like, you know what? I'll give anime a shot. Give me one anime. And he was like, Naruto. So I just in Tipsy, when did I finish it? It was just re it was just like a couple months ago. Very recently. Like it was like three months ago. Two months, maybe. Oh. Just got through the whole watch. And I'm still very upset you won't at least try Baruto. I don't wanna watch Baruto at all. I to uh, be fair, for someone that I'm not trying to interrupt. I apologize, but I have to because this is Naruto and I have to, I have to. Boruto is like, it's sort of like, okay, so like Boruto is like the future version of everything. So it's sort of like Legend of Korra compared to Avatar The Last Airbender. 
I had to like force myself to finish Legend of Korra. I'm not saying it was bad, but like it has the same sort of correlation how it's in the future. And like, you don't really, it's, it, Boruto is one of those things where like, I, I, I really want to sit down. I really want to go in with that open mindset because I do have one. But when it comes to Naruto, it's so difficult for me. Like when I watch the first few episodes, because I give an anime, like I'll get 15 episodes. If I can't get into an anime in 15 episodes, there is something wrong. That is more if you that's any show. I'll give 15 episodes. I know anime like some people are like, oh, yeah, the one show I hate the most one piece. Yeah, you get to episode 450, it gets good. My brother swears up and down. He will defend that anime till he is like, we talk, we banter back and forth all the time. He's like, but dude, Luffy does this. And like, he'll show me like little clips. And I'm like, what episode is this again? Oh, well, it's like episode like 700 and something. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Wow. He's like, well, you watch Naruto like once a year. And that's like, what, 720 episodes, including filler? And I'm like, yes, there's a difference though. One anime caught my attention. This one was like, eh. Like, I still feel like his brother is the... I don't want to spoil. But one of the characters in the show, the evil brother, I'll say, I think he should have been the main protagonist. Or not protagonist, but like the main character. Naruto, from what I can tell, from what I can say... <laughs> Her face. Her face. I feel like you want to say so many things right now. Like, oh boy, you love One Piece, don't you? Considered antagonist level. Did you like? Do you like One Piece? I'm guessing. I only watch it because Isaac watches. Kind of like the same thing with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Of course, <gasps> I I enjoy them and I love them. JoJo, JoJo, oh my God, holy shit! What is it? <laughs> dude jojo bizarre adventure is truly a bizarre adventure but it is top tier now that one i couldn't get into in the beginning but my friend he's like every day when i was living with them he would bring it up so how about that jojo i'm like dude you're not gonna do it i finally i finally gave in because i tried watching it multiple times i just couldn't get past the first season like it's the first the first like, fucking season Apparently, I know. That's what that's what I was told. Season two like picks up and it's good. So I'm like, I'll uh, I'll I'll give it a Joseph, chance. It's an entirely. It, you have to understand, like the show, like the anime. That's why I now do 15 episodes. Back then, I would do like two episodes. I really didn't give it that much of a chance. He said, "This is how he convinced me. I will buy us a case of beer. I will buy us Taco Bell. We will sit down." And we will watch JoJo. I'm like, do it for the damn. beer. Do it for I the beer. I was like, Taco Bell and beer. I'm going to regret tomorrow, but sure. And we set and we must have got to like almost the end of season two. Like I was hooked. Yeah, I still need to watch the newest seasons. Yes. Like there's so many, you have to pay attention. Like it's one of those, like, uh, it sort of reminded me on how fast it like, you know, progressed so quickly in the show. It reminded me of one of my other favorite animes, uh, Gurren Logan, Logon, wow. which is, which is a very short anime, but 10 out of 10. Gurren Logon is 
amazing. All you're doing is reminding me I have two episodes of Chainsaw Man to force that man to watch. <laughs> Believe oh, we're doing it for anime night uh, after we um, after we finish uh, that time I was reincarnated as a slime. We're watching Chainsaw Man. Yeah, I was told good things about one. that one. I've been I binged the manga in three days. Is it, it really that good? One's been it's like less than a hundred like, chapters. It's it'll like take your heart out and place it gingerly on the floor. So anime. Edit it and then step yes. on it. So anime. That's anime. Anime yeah. is an emotional roller coaster. That is the best way to explain it. It has life lessons in it. You're gonna get attached to your character, and then, and then, and then because they're gonna rip your heart out. If they're gonna, and that's not just yeah. anime. That's every show. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna reel them in just like that, and then, bam! Oh, oh what? What? <laughs> Nani? Them? You, you killed them. You killed them off. Out of every, yeah, and then and then the other characters are like, eh, eh, and it's like you really like put this guy in the spotlight, and then you took him away from me, like really, mm -hmm. like why you do this? Why you do this? Anime and TV shows and movies and like literally everything in the film production like industry, like why? Why? I, I actually what cried. What? With him, he's let's let's watch this. And then we get to the last or the second to last episode and we never watched it again. And I'm like, I don't know how chapter uh, season three of the boys ends. Uh, we are literally Ooh. on the final episode of part six Jojo's. So you guys have a pro. Okay. So what it sounds like is a very like big trend. And I've seen this before is that you get close to finishing the show but something comes up in life, you know, you get, you start getting busy again, and then you find another show, right? And then you'll, you'll just start binging. You won't finish it. You'll find another show. That right there is the epitome of streaming and video games, my friends. I've seen it countless times. I can't tell you how many times, like, people will, like, pick it up, <laughs> and then it's like, shit. Uh, now I'm going to play this one. And like, you get asked all the time from other people, like, oh, did you ever be like Assassin's Creed Valhalla? No, but I really want to. When are you going to do it? I don't know. Because <laughs> there's so many good games coming out. And like, I'm, like, I'm still in like the early 2000s of video games, like 90s. Like, I played Doom the entire series for the first time last year or the year before. I can't remember. Sometime in my life. Like that, that was an awesome journey, man. Like I'm still trying to catch up, and you never will. Anime, there's so many animes out there. Video games, never gonna catch up. Shows, you're never gonna catch up because your brain, it's actually, I'm not trying. Mm, I'll let you say what you got to say. Because if I keep talking, I won't shut up. That's my. You <laughs> go ahead and say what you was gonna say, Turtle. I've cried more for naruto than i did sons of anarchy and i thought that wasn't gonna be a thing oh yeah sons of anarchy great show soa i loved it uh but yeah naruto it literally like just builds up oh everything's happy everything's fine <gasps> no and one of my favorite characters I won't say who they are, and I will not spoil. No, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Ooh. I'm gonna be cosplaying as this and, character. Yeah, yeah. 
And I have a special scene on my channel that's surrounded all around that certain character. I was devastated. I'm pretty positive I accidentally... I either... Was it I either accidentally spoiled it or we were just all surprised that you didn't know Turtle when that happened? Oh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You did not spoil any Naruto. All the blasphemies. I don't know if... I, I can't remember if it was I spoiled it on accident or it was the day he was like... This happened. Oh, oh that's probably myself. what happened. Yeah. Man, I needed a hug. I went to my friend's house and I hugged him. He's like, okay, this is weird. Like, what's going on? Did someone hurt you? I'm like, my character off of this anime died. Okay, dude, get your pull yourself together. I'm fucking, no, I bawled. I, when the first time I watched Naruto all the way through, Naruto and Shippuden, oh my God, I never thought an anime could bring me to that emotional level but damn man it oh. that's why I, that's why i'm like trying to force turtle into watching bars um mvk did you hate did you hate the last 10 episodes the so the difference everything the, the little story the little sasuke story the shikamaru thing i know i, know. Yeah, I hated those well, I like the Shikamaru one. The Shikamaru one was good. It's okay. No one likes Sasuke, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. The Sasuke one. Honestly, I, 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 Naruto and Sasuke, the two, I wait. Oh, yeah, it's hard with that show. There's a lot of characters, but like I would consider them being the main because like there's that you know feudal between friends. Uh, I hate them both. Honestly, I I don't like neither of those characters. Uh, I'm all about the side characters in that show. I, I love how they I love how they portrayed everybody's side story. Shikamaru's your favorite drun. Dude, Shikamaru is fucking amazing. Awesome Saratobi Sensei. Like they did great with the side characters. That's the one anime. My, that, my that two one and Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You got it. What's up? No, 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 no. Go ahead. I like yours better. Whatever you were going at, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I like how Naruto, compared to a lot of animes I've seen, I've seen quite a bit now nowadays. They explored more with like their stories than like just saying, "Hey, this character now exists. We met him through the most generic way, and and we know nothing of his backstory. We're just going to continue on with the main protagonist." Like with Naruto, you get to experience all their lives. You know, you have the tuning exams. You have like all the fights, all the like you get to experience the whole night. That's what makes Naruto Naruto, and that's why I think it's it is probably uh, has you know done so well over the years because I see it all the time. Uh, EDM festival I just went to, I, I actually cosplayed as Awesome Saratobi Sensei, the full cosplay I have like in my closet. You know, I was like, fuck it, I have the beard. You know, I'm not going to say my mustache, you know, to really get into it. <laughs> Screw that. But uh, I got the blue hair. I got the beard. I was like, fuck it. I'll do awesome Saratobi. That was my very first cosplay I ever done. And I want to do more. My next one was going to be uh, Jiraiya Sensei. Um, that's my all time favorite. Um, and uh, I plan on doing him. I would want, I want to like explore in other ones, like maybe do Attack on Titan, maybe do some Full Metal Alchemist. 
Like, I I, I want to really go into more conventions because like that those are that's like the best time. I've only been to one convention that was a Halo uh, outpost uh, convention. They've only done it once. It was in Philadelphia, and I loved it. People was dressed up as ODSTs, uh, the birthday grunts, Cortana. There was Master Chief. Like it was awesome. It's a terrible day for <laughs> struggling hard getting into JoJo. JoJo's is harder anime to get into. I agree, John. Uh, do you want to like take this part of the podcast to take questions from chat? I'm good with that. MVK though, I did just do a cosplay of Obito, like War Obito. We'll just leave it at that. You just hit so many things. So many things. When you... What, all I'm going to say is when you figure out something in Naruto and you look at the letters and it's like, oh my god. Oh, I, was, I, I, I said too much. I said too much. Oh, man. What a plot that? twist. What a I fucking... The first time. Oh. Super interested in Gara Orochimaru Yes. And for some weird fucking reason, I thought Shino was really fucking cool. Shino was okay, but uh, if I had a she top, right. if I if I had like a top three really characters, like, like that's uh, probably why that that's why you love bugs. That's why you love Shino. That's like his whole shtick. Bugs. Wait, bugs. MVK. If you had a top three characters, like a top three. Hmm. Now, top three of Naruto? Yeah. Number one, Jiraiya. Obviously. Number two, Asuma Saratobi Sensei. Number three, because of story and everything, Pain. The... Uh, uh, this is not a, really a spoiler. Um, the Akatsuki arc of that anime is by far like that's when. Oh yeah, things get really, really juicy. Like you start diving into some real stuff there, and you know, like that's again, like even with people, like that's another thing with that anime with arcs. Even the arc characters get a backstory. Everybody gets a backstory. That's like, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, you complain about, you know, One Piece having so many episodes. No, 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 no. You crossed that threshold when you went past 720. Okay. Like, you got what? One Piece has like over a thousand now. Yeah. Like 1200, something like that. I don't know. Something don't like that. It's, it's like the less than 800. I don't know. It might be around eight or 900. Either way, uh, isn't that like I the longest? Ant isn't that the longest? Well, we have the internet. Why are we even asking? It has. It has to be. I, I don't think anybody else has told me anything over a thousand. I think it's, I think it's the longest running anime as of right now. No, nope. I could be wrong. There. Yep. I told you. You thought I was being dramatic. No. No. One thousand and thirty-eight episodes. And you're talking, what, 20 minutes, like 20, 23 minutes each episode, mm -hmm. roughly? That's usually what an anime, you know, rounds about to. Do you realize, someone do quick math, 23 minutes 
1,038 episodes. Yikes. Yikes. So you got to think, 60 hours in a day, or 60 hours in an hour, or 60 minutes in an hour, and then 24 hours in a day. God dang. You could try to binge. That would take, uh, it's got to be more than a month. If you, even like with life and every, oh, God, man, I... Well, that's, three, way, three, like that's 397 hours. 397 hours. 397 Divide that by, divide that by 24. 16, 16.579. 17 days. You would have to binge watch from like 17 days, man. But, like, that ain't going to happen. Trust me. I, I know what that's like. At the end of the day, you get, like, two or three episodes in, maybe five. Maybe ten if you're a trooper. I was going to say, man. Uh, One Piece isn't even in the top 15 for longest anime. Huh? Oh, it's not? It's that's... It's up there, though. Detective Conan is longer. I don't know that one. I don't, I don't, I don't know that one. But MVK, I might have to send you some pictures because on Thursday I start that uh that Itachi sleeve that I'm doing. I'm covering up my arm with an Itachi sleeve. I wish I made better decisions sometimes. I love my tattoos. I regret none of them, but uh, I've got a pretty decent amount. You know, like, anything, as, you anything know, Naruto. You can probably tell, like. Got entire sleeves. That, that there's nothing to do. I can't do anything on this arm. Anything. This arm's done. Anything Naruto at all? Like I could. Uh, I don't know. I got Halo ODST. I got a dagger. I got like, you know, this right here. Ooh. Like, got some chest tattoos. But like, uh, if I was to do anything, probably my back piece. I'd probably do Jiraiya and Naruto. That that. That relationship uh, really meant a lot to me. My biological father, uh, I'll go personal. I don't care about this. Uh, my biological father was just never in the picture, you know, as for many, unfortunately, people in their lives. And uh, that, watching that reminded me of like my, my stepdad, which I consider my actual father because he was there. And he, you know, when he said he'd do something, he actually did it. Um, so that really... Uh, that really meant a lot to me. John, I love your face. Have a good night. Thank you for being here. Have a good night. But yeah, I think that really sums up everything. I don't know. That's all I got. I'm kind of like running out of gas. But I think we covered. We did cover I think a lot. I, 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 I think there was a lot covered. If you guys got to go back in the podcast, um, I understand. Trust me. Um, I, I threw out a lot. And I apologize. When I get excited, I end up talking really, really quickly. And I have to, like, slow myself down to tell myself internally, like, hey, calm down. Be precise. Like, the best way to do it is, like, be precise on what you're saying. You know, get to the point and, you know, move on. Uh, my problem is that I'm a vet, which means that we like to go into detail and cover everything. And... My personal thing that I have is when I'm excited about something, I'm actually a man child. I will literally like 
uh, what, what's that kid off of Wild Thornberries? It's like, like that's me. Like I'm just like, like you know, like I just get so I get so damn excited that I cannot I cannot stop, and someone has to stop me or interrupt me. That's why I tell people like, don't feel bad. You're saving me from myself. Full Donnie mode. Donnie, that was yeah. MVK, we'll, we're definitely going to have to have you back if you'd want to. You got one and two thumbs up from me. I really do appreciate <laughs> you having me. I want to thank everybody uh, that made this happen. Corn, uh, thank you for being here. Turtle, thank you for being an awesome host. Uh, Tipsy Rat, the fantastic co-host and everything. Thank you for uh, also helping Turtle. You know, um, I know that, it, you know, and another thing, man, you know, if anyone wants to like reach out to anybody, don't look at someone's status and, you know, be deterred from like asking, you know, you're the worst that's going to happen is no, <laughs> like just, just do. This is high school. You know? It isn't you getting turned down for a date. Yeah. And, talk and, about I, and I, and I know. Back. Yeah, but I know it's a self-confidence thing, too. And I know, like, I, I know, you know, it could be very stressful. It's like, oh, like, you know, and people have fear of rejection. People, you know, have lack of confidence. You will get that. You know, like, how long have you been streaming, Turtle? Two years. Your journey just takes a little bit longer than, you know, mine, you know, like, and that's okay. You're you. And, you know, like, you've been doing fantastic. You really have, man. Like, it's not all for nothing. I don't want you to ever think that. There's always a reason for, you know, why we do things. And remember that, always, always, always remember that there's at least one person that believes in you. Because I do. <laughs> I love podcasts. I love joining people for podcasts. I think that talk shows is probably it's actually been proven that more people actually listen to podcasts than like anything else because like they get to just listen in you know have some fun with it um but yeah i i believe in you man you got this you know it takes one person to say those words and how you reciprocate them uh that's on you but you got it all right like just keep doing it. Don't don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, I do the same thing. Sometimes, you know, we get in our own head. That's everyone. We all have that. And it's okay to just kind of, you know, accept it. It's a part of you. It's going to happen. But overcome it. You don't have to do it alone. No one, no one made rules saying in society, you have to do it alone. You have friends. You have corn. You have tipsy you have me you have your community use that communicate to them. don't like act happy when you're actually not because people can sense fake bullshit from a mile away my friend so know that you have people that care about you and want the best for you and want to see you succeed i'm here for you man we got you oh yeah i think that's what we need I think that's what we also needed for the boost to get out to uh start our monday yep <laughs> Monday <to> madness, baby. <laughs> uh, 
Happy Halloween, everybody. Time zones are a thing. If it's already Halloween for you, uh, yeah, we're doing a Halloween podcast. This is coming at you live, by the way, at twitch.tv forward slash turtle graveyard. So if you would like to see these podcasts live instead of just listening in, listeners, then go ahead, stop by his Twitch channel. I'm sure he will greatly appreciate you. Hell yeah, we will. Tipsy Corn, one of you guys want to do the outro? I remembered the intro, but I do not remember the outro. No, I heard half since I got the last one. But... It's all good. Uh, so here is the link for uh, for the link tree for Shellback. Uh, we are still very, very much uh, promoting his stuff. Uh, here is the link for the story as to what's going on. That That is the uh, Twitter post that he made about uh, why he's uh, shutting everything down at the, at the end of the year. Uh, January 1, the doors will be shut. Um, also, here is the MVK's links. That is his Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter. Yeah, all there. Uh, and also, here is our link tree to where you can see my Twitch, Corn's Twitch, and Tipsy's Twitch, along with... Uh, the link for the Believe It podcast episodes 1 through 14, I believe, is what's up there. Uh, you can listen to that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And there also is the link for Alti, um, our energy drink that we are promoting um, and sponsored by. Uh, let's go ahead and raid on out. Sammy is on. Sammy's live. All right, we'll go ahead and raid on in the Sammy. Thank you all for having me. Of course. Thank, thank oh, you, yeah. MVK, for being here. If y'all want to... Actually, I'm not going to do that. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I was totally about to self-promo, but it, uh, it's fine. I'll, that was a good note to end it on. We've literally... I've had the floor. I just... It's fine. You find me on Twitch. My stream schedule's there. Yeah, it, I stream, like, literally every week. So I, I can't remember on my days. offline screen. <laughs> I can't... Uh, it, Okay, I'll do the... Th oh, God. <clears throat> if you'd like to check out the guest, which was Mad Viking King, you can find him at twitch.tv forward slash mad. That is M-A-D Viking V-I-K-I-N-G King K-I-N-G He streams Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at 6 p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time and 3 p.m. Pacific. If you are also a UK listener by any chance, that is 11 p.m. UK time. <laughs> All right, everybody. Y'all have a good night. Have a good night. <laughs> Take care. Oh, MVK. Hooray! You